Travis says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday. 
Christopher says, oh, hell yeah, everybody's working for the weekend. Yeah, a little Friday montage of music. Cameron died. I don't think I've seen that name on here in a while. Good morning, Cameron. How are you? Tim says, fuck yeah, I love Huey Lewis. Dave Coe says, good morning, happy Friday. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, hopefully, you're having a great Friday morning so far. I woke up, and I did not want to get out of bed. I will tell you that, but I got out of bed. I was like, damn it, man. <sighs> and now I'm here. Now I'm pumped. Now I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Came up with special top ten we're going to do today. Y'all need to work on this in your head because it's tough. It's a food edition. Top ten fast food restaurant items. That's right. Top ten. Top ten favorite fast food items. You can say McDonald's fries. You you can say uh, the Coke at McDonald's. But I want to know what your top ten fast food items would be. <laughs> uh, Hangtown Jen says, happy Friday, ass family. Uh, good morning. I gave up on being first. I now make a dramatic late entrance. Yes, very fashionable of you. Uh, Douglas says, good morning, my people. Happy Friday. I know I'm late. Uh, I got to work today and I walked into my office just to realize I left my laptop at home. So I had to drive home, which is 30 minutes away and get it. I am slipping today. Well, I'm glad you got it. Glad you got it. Glad you're here. No, not right now, Alicia. We're going to do that, I don't know, like an hour or so. I just want to get you guys warming up in your brain because my brain is warmed up already. I played my my, my brain warm-up games. Uh, we'll do the top ten in probably an hour after this break. We'll, we'll do it after this first segment is over. So after you hear the first songs, then we'll do it. So there you go. Um. Anything I want to not start the show off with? Anything from yesterday? No, yesterday was a good day. I, I, I'm tired. Well, let, let's just get into it. Last night, Joe Biden addressed the country for the first time as president. Uh, you can choose discontinued items as well. I want to know what your all-time favorite top ten is. Now, I know I've left stuff off mine, but happy Friday, Cowboys girl. All right, so uh, the the leader of the free world, or what used to be the free world, and the man who's been appointed to lead it now, Joe Biden, took the stage last night. First of all, could they make the president walk down a longer fucking hallway? Jesus Christ. And by the way, why does the whole hallway not have red carpet? Why does, like, the last four feet not have red carpet? Uh, how long was it? It was, yeah, it was right about 26 minutes. But he said the same stuff over and over again. So he came out, and by the way, I haven't seen a lot of fact checkers out on this speech. But what he wanted to mainly talk about was this brand new $1,400 check that's going to be hitting your bank account hopefully this weekend. 
Now, he said something last night that it just made me scratch my head. When he said that this check, issuing this check out to Americans, will cut child poverty in half. Okay. All right. Well, th- that that's great. I don't know how that works, but okay. Brad Kid made an awesome point right after he said that. She said... I'll, I'll give her credit for it. She said it. said, why not give them $2,800 and just end child poverty? I, I, I don't know how this is supposed to end child poverty. And, by the way, if it does cut it in half, then where's that other 14 undo? After the speech, he went to his favorite chair, read the newspaper, drank some warm milk, and took a nap. Oh, he was out for the rest of the night. I I mean, it it was uh, like watching this speech. You know he's going to take every bit of credit for the coronavirus. And look, here's the problem. Here's the problem is that he'll have to because, well, he is the sitting president. So he'll get all the credit for it. But there was a great story I saw this morning that said there have been zero cases of the flu reported in England. Zero. We have eradicated the flu. Now, Joe Biden better not get credit for that. I love how he's using the 4th of July to entice us to be good little peons. If not, we'll go back to how things were before. Yeah, I love how they're making the 4th of July now the date that America reopens, but only kind of. Small groups can gather then. Hey, hey, you know what you can do with your small groups? You can go fuck yourself with them because we're done with small groups. We're ready for concerts. We're ready for sporting events. Well, I'm ready for opening day. I, I haven't got tickets yet, but we, we need to get tickets this weekend. I don't care. Let's get them. Did he drop another N-bomb? No, I, I did not hear any N-bombs coming. But I, I found it I found it really uh, disgusting that he's using the 4th of July, trying to get everybody to rally to be around America. You know, America. You know, the, the, that party, that the country that that party hates, America. By the way, let, let, I just want to do the math real quick. Tommy put up a post last night, and I, I, it was late, and I didn't get to really do. Okay, so. Let's go 330 million. Oh, I need my I, I need the calculator for this one. This is this is too big for just handy math. Okay, clear. 330 million times 1400. Well, that's 4.6 billion. Right? It, wait, oh, I, I have to do it the long way here. Damn it to hell. 
because I get all these letters involved. Okay, now I got it. Times 1,400. Okay, so we'll put th those two zeros on there first. So zero. Well, I'm doing math now. Zero, zero, zero. Oh, wait. One, two, three. One, two. Okay. And then we'll go uh, zero. Right? Is that right? It, it's not. It, it, all I'm going to say is this. Why is anyone else benefiting? And, and I know we've talked about this before. We, we've talked about it a number of times before with these stimulus checks that are coming out. Um, excuse me. Where is the other money going? Is this the one that goes to study the Pakistani fucking plumbing systems? Remember when Gavin Newsom told us not to gather last 4th of July? Yeah, he can go back to his basement. Yeah, he can go fight. You know he's going to be getting together at French Laundry, probably. I've been going to friends' houses this whole time having barbecues. Good. These people fucking make my head hurt. It, it, isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing to think about this? That they're trying to say, oh, look at us rescuing the American people. Look, I'm not going to say $1,400 ain't nice. Somebody wants to come up and hand me $1,400, especially when it's my own money. But let's take that part out of it out. Let's say somebody just walks up to you and says, here, here's $1,400. That's pretty awesome. It helps. Did you save my life? Possibly a little. Not really. You paid for a month of my rent. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure what he wants. Like this whole thing, the, these stimulus checks that have come out. What was it, twelve hundred the first time, and six hundred, and now fourteen hundred. I mean, like three grand. They, they've given you four grand and told you you can't work. And people are okay with that? Four grand? Four grand for almost 11 months? That $1,400 just ended half my poverty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it helps. The problem is that $1,400 costs $5,600 per person. So it's a loss. No, I look. I like I said. I understand that any kind of any, any kind of gift you get back. And by the way, you will be taxed on it. Just to let you know. Don't worry. They, they they will tax you on this. But did they think they did something? Did did, did they think that it's it's like they discovered a cure for cancer? Woohoo! 
Americans get fourteen hundred whole dollars. Now, if it was like fourteen thousand dollars that every American got, okay. Hey, thank you. That can help. Fourteen grand, I get a check for fourteen grand. You damn know you're they're gonna get taxed on that one. Fourteen grand, you can get some shit done. Is it supposed to be fourteen hundred per household or per person within the household? So a couple gets. I believe that is what it is. So yeah, you'll get twenty eight hundred dollars there if you don't make over a certain. I I, I don't know how this thing works because I know I'm not getting it. So. Uh, Jen Sucky, or I'm sorry, I, I mispronounced her name. Jen Pussucky, the uh, the press secretary, she said that the checks will hit people's bank accounts this weekend. What about kids? I got 600 for my last kid, last go around. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, honestly, I have no clue. He said something like uh, a family of four last night could get $5,600. So is, is he saying that everybody in the household is getting 1200 or 1400 or whatever this made-up amount is? Uh, Dougie needs a new AC before the heat comes. Give me those Biden bucks. LOL. There you go. And that's what people are going to... And they, they said that, you know, Americans, the, the last time they gave the stimulus checks, Americans did something that they've never done before. They saved the money. Uh, I'll be getting 5600 bucks. That's paying off over half my final credit card. And the last year I paid off $14,000, $20,000. Good for you. Good for you. I, I just saw something, and it just, I, I, why does the world hate me so much? Gwen Stefani shows off her draw-dropping figure in a rhinestone cowgirl in, ensemble as she plugs her ningle, new single, Slow Cap, in stunning style. Yes, uh, all with boots and a fucking rhinestone cowboy hat as well. Why does she have to date somebody in the country world? We, we, we don't want that. Oh, I, I hate her. God damn it. God damn my bad luck. All right. Uh, also, last night in the, uh, the big speech that our Fuhrer gave us last night, our, our supreme leader. Is that is that what we we're going with? Supreme leader. He came out and said that all United States adults will be eligible for vaccinations on May first. 
And then he said his administration will reach his goal of 100 million shots in his first 100 days in office. Now, I don't know about that. I don't know if he's going to get there. You know he loves saying this line right here. We're not only going to meet that goal, we're going to beat that goal. Oh, you, he, 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 got a, he got a special spring in his step when he wrote that. Isn't that cultural appropriation? Can we just cancel Lady Gaga? Yes. Yeah, let, let's get rid of her first. So there you go. You'll Everybody will be available May 1st to go make your appointments. You want to get this herd immunity going? I don't know. Is it free? It's free, right? Isn't the shot free? I love this line he said last night. The only way to get our lives back, to get our economy back on track, is to beat the virus. Well, there's another way you can do it. You can actually open businesses. You dumb shit. You see, you see, it was you and all your damn cronies that decided to shut down America for pretty much a year. You made sure that the fifth biggest economy in the entire world, California, was shut down. Well, if the biggest economy in the world is ours, and the fifth biggest economy in the world is California by itself, If that's fucking eroding, then of course the United States is going to be eroding. And you shut down this fucking nation. Shut it down tight. You couldn't even eat inside a fucking Waffle House at some point in this country. Do you know how fucked up that is? They could have a category 3 hurricane blow through your town and 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 Waffle House is still going to be open. But we closed everything down. You want the economy to come back? You want people to come back? Then open it up. See, enough of these ridiculous masks. There's a story here right now that the state of Texas is now suing the city of Austin and the mayor and the, the leader of the city council. Both are a couple of smarty, smart-ass, young, progressive Democrats well, at least the, the city manager is. I, I don't know about the governor. I know the, uh, the mayor. The mayor of Austin's a piece of shit anyway. 
and their mandate is still in place for businesses. Now, look, I can't, I, when there's a mandate involved and the business does it, I understand. I get why the business is doing it. I, I wouldn't want to lose my liquor license. I wouldn't want to worry about the health department checking on me now every single day. I get it. But when the entire state lifts the mandate and then this one area, Lake Travis or Travis County, bunch of goddamn fools down there. Hugs don't pay the rent, people. Kind words don't pay the fucking rent. I wish they did. I I shake my head when I, I think of these places and think of these people. They have an incredible city at their fingertips. City of Austin is is really a great city. Music, the history, and there's so many areas of Austin. You got the downtown area. You've got the state capital area, which is in downtown. You've got the arts and hippie area that's right around there. You've got the UT campus, which is fantastic. And they're just treating it like a big fucking pigsty. The homeless camps are everywhere. It's dirty. It's it's being run. It used to not be dirty. And the problem is Austin got too big. Too many hippies and too many whack jobs decided to come here. And now we got every tech company in the world coming here. I, I'm not kidding. Like, like uh, when we were driving home, we were driving home from Austin last week. And like I said, we we're in Round Rock. Round Rock's about 22 miles away from Austin. The traffic was starting at the end of Round Rock to go into Austin. That's still 20 miles. I mean, and there was a lot of traffic because the city isn't built to withstand the infrastructure. The infrastructure is not there to withstand the growth that's happening in Austin right now. They've got it maybe on the west side of town kind of figured out. But downtown, in the middle of town right there, fuck, it is awful. Uh, So it's San Francisco light, yes. I love that. Hugs don't pay the rent. They don't. Austin isn't too big to, uh, it's too blue. It is, uh, well, look, uh, no, Austin isn't too big. Austin's too small. They want to make it that big, but it's it, it doesn't have the infrastructure for it. And it is too blue. On the bright side, after the stimulus check comes, half of the homeless tents will disappear. Shit. They do not light up the Capitol Orange on a Longhorn's wind. No, no, no. They they light up the tower. The UT tower gets lit up. So uh, here's the good news, I guess. 
uh, is that you can get your shot coming Mar- May 1st. Everybody will be eligible May 1st. Thank God. Oh, it's the long nightmare is coming to an end. My boyfriend was looking for jobs in Austin yesterday. I told him absolutely fucking not. I'm not living anywhere near San Francisco life. Yeah. My sister lives in Leander, but she's not blue. Look, there are great places around Austin. You got Bastrop. Right around there. yeah, The Lake Travis area. If you get further out and you don't live in Austin proper, you get in the Lake Travis area. It's not bad. Not bad at all. There's areas around Austin that are fantastic. Round Rock's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> the homeless tents won't disappear. They'll just be replaced with three-room tents. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny stuff. All right, so we know that the uh, the George Floyd trial is going on right now, or at least they're hearing, they're getting uh, jurors, prospective jurors. The third degree murder charge against Derek Chavon, the ex Minneapolis cop charged with the death, was actually reinstated just yesterday. Now, class. Class, does anyone know why? This charge of third degree murder was added in yesterday. Nobody knows? Now, come on. Uh, Tim says, what is appeasement, Alex? Uh, Close. Uh, Let's see. Uh, V. Coop says, because they won't convict him on any higher charge. Uh, If you would have said that as a question, I would say... Correct the mundo. But you, you still are correct. So they can plead that shit down and make it look like they want to convict him. So they can convict him on something and not have riots. Correct the mundo. I mean, why can't, I mean, look, that, that's manslaughter pretty much. I don't know what it carries with it. Jack says because they overcharge. They may have overcharged. Look, I remember seeing it. I remember watching the entire thing, the whole 30-minute video of George Floyd walking around doing all this shit. Now, and I always say, if you comply, you will not die. 99% of the time, if you comply, you will not die. Now, he didn't comply. 
Should he have died? No. You shouldn't die if you don't comply, but it, it's more likely to happen that way. Okay, so appeasement, yes. Okay, you got it right there, too. Maybe a year in an ankle monitor for another. I, 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 I'm not sure how long the, let's see if I can read in here. Uh, let's wrap this week. Showing the face uh, trial on third degree murder, second degree murder, second degree manslaughter charges over this. Okay. And one of the few states to carry the lesser charge defined as causing the death of another by perpetuating a, an act eminently dangerous to others and evincing a depraved mind without regard for human life and without intent to kill. Okay. All right. Now, now see, look, the way that lost is stated right there, I can convict him of that. Hey, hey, dummy. Look, I'm sure that the state is offering this guy all kinds of deals. And he's he wants to be in protective custody, which he will be in. He's still probably going to get shanked in prison. Just say it. He is guilty of that. He is totally guilty of the death of another human by perpetuating an act eminently dangerous to others and uh, evincing, evincing, I don't know what that means, depraved, a depraved mind without regard for human life. And with in, without intent to kill, I think that's the big one right there. Kale says, "But he didn't cause the death." Well, have they? What was the cause of death? Hold on a second. Let, 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 let's head off to Google real quick. Cause of death. Uh, let's see. Okay. He had a fatal amount of fentanyl in his system, but they're not saying that killed him. According to another memo, they said if he was found at his home, dead in this condition, they would have said it was an overdose. Uh, death result was of cardiopulmonary arrest, com- uh, complicating law enforcement, so uh, subdual restraint, and neck compression. Other significant conditions were... Hypertensive heart disease, fentanyl intoxication, recent methamphetamine use. What happened with him? No, nothing's happened with him yet. They've charged him now with uh, murder three, which is pretty much manslaughter, but a little bit worse. Minnesota is one of the only states that has that law in place. 
I, I think it suits the crime. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, the fentanyl, the fentanyl, they're not saying the fentanyl causes death. He died of COVID-19 there. (laughs) Look, did George Floyd deserve to die that day? No. Did he die that day? Yes. Did he die and was it caught on film? Yes. And if that happens in America, somebody's got to pay for it. That's the problem. Somebody's got to pay for it. Now, we can all sit here and we can we can sit in our hunches and go, well, what if that was a black cop and that was a white? Yeah, we wouldn't hear about it. We wouldn't hear about it. All right. Now, now that I've, I've, I've withstood the double standard rule, and we all know that the double standard is alive and well in America in 2021. So now what? Let, let me ask you. I, I just want to ask you, for the record, does this officer deserve to go to jail? If you have a knee on your back and you're yelling, I can't breathe, then in fact you can breathe. Lisa says, from what I saw, no. Not in my opinion, he doesn't. Okay. Yes, for a week. Uh, Yes, I believe he should go for manslaughter, not murder. Uh, I don't think so, Alex. Regardless of drugs in his system, if he contributed to his death by kneeling on him, then yes. I know that we started using the phrase when it was, uh, and I gave full credit to Tommy. Tommy's come up with uh, probably the the biggest thing that I've used so far in 2021 is the phrase bad optics. Remember, Tommy said it was just bad optics that Ted Cruz went to Mexico when Texas was freezing. It was bad optics. There's not much, there's really nothing he can do. I mean, he came back, he put on a polo shirt, and half of it was tucked in, the other half wasn't because he didn't know which crowd he was going to be around. was wearing a pair of dungarees, which he hasn't worn in 30 years, jeans. He's out there cutting brisket and handing people water. In an area, there's no snow on the ground. It was weird. And the optics of that were even worse. But let's go back to that fateful day. The optics on that were horrible. The guy had his knee on his neck for, what, eight minutes, 12 minutes, something like that? 
The other cops were not doing anything. Like, he was restrained. Throw his ass in the back of the cop car. Let's go. And you had those large groups of people and everybody was videoing it. That right there is the definition of bad optics. In this country, somebody's got to pay for that. And this time it's going to be this this police officer. Is that fair? I don't know. Street cops are trained to be scared of exposure of fentanyl because it can kill you almost instantly. That is very true. Uh, Alicia says he shouldn't be a cop anymore. There's no reason he should have been one uh, on the nape of his neck for that long. Yeah. Him saying I can't breathe automatically, he should have called... uh, uh, called for medic and had them transport to the ER and the cops deal with him there. That's not a bad idea. Here's an old article on how he can be found not guilty. Okay, let's see. Uh, deeper look. It's unquestionably horrific, but our rush is... George Floyd was experiencing uh, cardiopulmonary and psychological distress minutes before he was placed on the ground. Yeah. The police department allows the use of neck restraint. Okay. The officers recorded on their body cams. A white paper used by the MPD acknowledges that EDS suspects may die in retrospect of force involved. Restraining the subject on his or her uh, abdomen is a common tactic, and the white paper used by the MPD instructs the officers to control the suspect until paramedics arrive. Uh, He had a lethal concoction of drugs, not just potentially lethal dose of fentanyl, but also meth. Together with this, his history of drug abuse and two serious heart uh, conditions. He was unusually fragile. Javon's neck restraint is unlikely to have exerted a dangerous amount of force to his neck. Floyd is shown on the video to uh, lift his head and neck, and robust sturdy on double knee restraints uh, showed a median force exertion of 105 pounds. Okay. Now, look, I appreciate that. Thank you for that article. And it goes into detail. So, I, I mean, I appreciate the link there. that link oh. hot Stephanie just texted in she's not able to get on uh, let's see uh, mixer won't let me add uh, to the chat uh, but I wanted to say the guy goes limp and none of the officers administrative ministry life-saving tactics at the direction of Siobhan. He absolutely needs to be charged with something and serve time, in my opinion. Okay. I, I, and honestly, look, the optics are so bad that you have to have somebody pay for this. Honestly, you have to. 
and it's going to be Derek Chavant. He's not going to spend the rest of his life in jail. But I tell you what, he's going to be spending the rest of his life looking over his shoulder. Okay, I got to send a text real quick. Have a great day. Bam, send it. There you go, Brady Kid. Have a great day. Uh, let's see. Uh, medic and transfer in the ER. Okay, let's see. I was employed for four years at home for severely emotionally disturbed boys, and even we were trained not to put body weight pressure on the back or neck because it can cause asphyxiation. Training included reading story after story of children who were killed by improper restraint. Oh, all you got to do is pop them in the jaw. You hit them in the jaw one time, boom, down they go. They go down like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> I would be so great at one of those places. Uh, Douglas says, I think the cops should be held to a higher standard, and if someone dies by a cop, there has to be consequences. If the person isn't detained and is an obvious threat, like the guy who grabs at their weapons, as justified, but if they are detained like Floyd, there wasn't any reason for him to keep his knee on his neck until he died. Okay. And cops get shot. Uh, when people get shot by cops after shooting at cops, they're given immediate medical attention. They shouldn't have been. This shouldn't have been any different. No, shouldn't have been. Good morning, Sawyer's dad. Why can't we put all these druggies in a big house together with all the fentanyl and meth they want and let them OD themselves? Amen. Uh, does anybody remember that bark cop back in the day that shot the handcuffed guy on the ground? Did he ever go to prison for that? Didn't he? Yeah, he ended up going, didn't he? Hold on a second. Let, I, that's a great thing. I, I remember that story. I mean, that was... Uh, that was crazy. Bart cop shooting. Is this the shooting of uh, Oscar Grant? Yeah, it need Grant in the head and forced an unarmed face down. Uh, shooting of Oscar Grant background. Bart reviews. Criminal trial. Plea and jury. Taser confusion, wireless testimony, closing arguments, and verdict. And they reached a verdict. The jury announced they had found uh, guilty of involuntary manslaughter and not guilty of charges of second-degree murder. They found uh, guilty of a gun enhancement charge that could have added up to 10 years to his prison sentence, made him eligible for probation. So there you go. Is this the same thing? I don't know. Oscar Grant. Yeah, this is the Oscar Grant shooting. Yeah. I think he went to jail. Yeah. I remember that. That that was just... Oh, I thought I was using my taser. Really?
fruitcake station or something? Yeah, no, no, it was in Oakland. Well, it, they hadn't made it to the fruitcake station yet. <laughs> they were at the uh, the the shop for hoods. That's where they were. That that was the stop they were at. Uh, let's see. People need to learn uh, the proper chokehold. Yeah. The problem is, is that nobody can do a proper chokehold. The proper chokehold, and you get assholes who teach it to people. There was a guy that they, at the water park that I worked at growing up, we would have a few off-duty Garland police working there as well. And one of the guys was real cool, and, and he taught some people some things, and he taught he taught the wrong person this. I don't know how he taught this guy this, but he taught this, this guy named Larry. Nobody really liked Larry. Taught Larry how to do the chokehold. And the chokehold is, is more of a, a squeeze than a pull. But you have to know that feeling when the body goes limp that you let go. Otherwise, you could kill somebody. You could literally kill somebody with a chokehold. So you got to know when to, when to cut it off. And that fucking guy, Larry, did it. He did it to a fellow named Morgan, and everybody loved Morgan because Morgan was like this stone surfer guy. I don't know how he ended up in Texas, but he was this stone surfer guy. He, he was he was literally Jeff Spicoli. And, boy, and Morgan didn't have a mean bone in him. Morgan fucking hated Larry for the rest of time. That was bad. I, I hated to see that happen to Morgan. Uh, it was the Fruit Vale Station. Okay, okay. Uh, wow, only manslaughter? By that measure, the guy in Minnesota should get uh, that at most. Well, the way that I, I think the way that I read that law in Minnesota, well, because, I, by the way, the, the Bay Area shooting, that was not manslaughter. He shot that dude point blank in the back. I, I got confused. Uh, motherfucker, please. Uh, sir's dead. I know my phone kept autocorrecting it, so I just stopped trying. I refuse to let me spell it correctly. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Look, the, the third-degree murder charge against uh, Derek Chauvin, he, he could be found guilty of this. I'm, I'm just saying, do I think it will happen? Probably. It might not. And if it doesn't, get ready, because Minneapolis will fucking explode. Again. By the way, speaking of exploding, Portland rioters set fire to the federal courthouse with people in it last night. I I, I know that I've told you all the story. I didn't spend hardly any time in Portland. Is Portland really that bad that the people just want to riot all the time? Is it that bad? Are they that upset that they only have the trailblazers? Oh, and they have a pro soccer team? Now I can understand why they're riding a little bit more. When is America? Hey, Joe. You got to look over at that West Coast thing. Yeah, West Side. 
You got to look over there. You got to see one of your major American cities is burning still. Do what the, the orange guy did. Send the National Guard in and end that shit. Enough is enough. People in Portland, there are some people in Portland that have to be there for work. And they still deserve a safe place to live and work. Yes, it is, Arnie. There are a few actual terrorist groups around that city. Then fucking, then go in there. Send in the National Guard. Fuck them. Let, let's, let's get some fucking Marines that are stateside. Let's send them in there. I'm tired of reading the stories about smoke bellowing out of downtown Portland. Over what? Yeah, they're they're burning a building with people in it. The federal courthouse. Oh, it's true. The shit began going on for years. The media ignores it. I used to follow uh, Andy. Oh, I I learned how to say his name last week. That's why they don't want uh, Andy's book sold. This is so dumb. The optics will make... Um, Andy No. Okay, that's the name, Andy No. And Nio. Uh, the optics will make the man be Pambi uncomfortable. No, the man be Pambi will look and go, why are they why are they doing that to the police? What did the police do to them? See, that's the man be Pambies. That's how man be Pambies would say it. Americans and people that were raised the right way would be saying, Why aren't the cops fucking cracking skulls? That's what I'd like to know right now. Why are the Portland police, the Oregon State Troopers who have been called, why are they not down there with batons drawn and whooping ass? Because I, I, I'll tell you this, right? Let, 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 let's, just, let, let's just get this out of the way real quick. If you're in either of those organizations, the Oregon State Troopers, maybe the Oregon State Guard, you're going to have a little kick-ass in you. You're going to have a little bit of a chutzpah to you. You're taking on a bunch of people that still live with their mamas and their daddies. Their mamas and their daddies fight all their fights for them. You ain't got nothing to worry about. Well, they could throw something at me. Have you seen them throw? Every person that's involved in these riots played right field at some point in their Little League career. Every single one of them. They throw from down in the side, from the hip. They don't know where that thing is going. You want me to say it? They throw like a bunch of girls. They would not last one day in Palestine 
Them Palestinian rock throwers would fucking have them fucking crying. I mean, honestly, you're taking on the men of Portland. I don't think that that phrase has ever been used before. The men of Portland. You say men of Oregon, you kind of get like maybe a lumberjack type look going to that maybe. But then you move it to Portland, you take about 100 pounds off the guy, give him bad skin problems. He lives with mommy and daddy. Probably sleeps in their bed sometimes when it's raining. And cops aren't going in there. Man, oh, man. I would feel like William Wallace going through that crowd. Either him or Maximus or even Leonidas. I would walk through that crowd and I would kick some dude right in the chest. Hootoosh! I would look like fucking Bruce Lee with my damn nightstick. I'd have that thing fucking jumping and twerking and doing all kinds of shit. What happened with that? Why? Because I ain't got to worry about a single person down there whooping my ass. The men of Portland. We could do a battle of cities, like the men of Portland against the men of Seattle. I I don't even know that 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 fight just sucks. That that fight's like a flyweight fight. That's like when the guys who weigh 108 pounds are boxing one another. You ain't you ain't gonna see a knockout. You're gonna see a bunch of punches thrown. Put the men of Austin in there. The men of Austin are going to win. Against the men of San Francisco, you're going to get some rough gals in that group. A new deathmatch idea, shitty city ass deathmatch, maybe possibly. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I think we're gonna do it. I, I think you named it perfect, Douglas. The shitty city ass deathmatch. I, I gotta write that's a, that that's gotta be written down. Yeah, that's Monday. The shitty city ass deathmatch. I love it. And we have to pick the shittiest city. Not the city we would think would be the, the best city, but the, yeah, the shittiest of all the cities. We'll do that Monday. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool.
right, let's see. Uh, done with the Portland Riders. By the way, I just want to point this out real quick. Uh, that, that, v Coop, what, 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 uh, I appreciate that. that. That's a good idea. Chattanooga. Uh, I love that Kamala Harris has not said one single fucking word about Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> Not one single word. No, not about the COVID shit. About all the dingling and daggling that he's been doing. I think a sixth chick came out yesterday, number six. Accusing him of uh, of maybe, you know, diggling in her a little bit. Even though she shit all over Brett Kavanaugh. And then went as far as to call Joe Biden a rapist. But mums the word on this. Isn't that fascinating? Isn't that amazing? The man that she works for now the old white man that she works for, at one time was calling him a predator, saying that you always believe the woman. Remember, because that lady came out and said that Joe had, had, had you know, fingledoddled her? But Kamala's been quiet on Andrew Cuomo. Not a word. I love it. I love it. By the way, if we look back on old Saturday Night Lives, was Chris Farley playing Andrew Cuomo? Remember, they used to make fun of Cuomo, and Farley always played the governor's son. (laughs) That's funny. We all know she doesn't have any integrity. She called Joe a racist and then a rapist. She fucked her way to the top. So why is it surprising that she hasn't said anything? No, you're right. Add it to Brian. I I think the thing that I'm surprised about is that more people, this media that we have right now, and I know, uh, Add it to Brian, you do not follow the mainstream media whatsoever. The mainstream media has turned into professional wrestling. It's staged. They already know the outcomes of all these stories. It's sad to me to see an industry that I had been a part of, not necessarily the journalism side, but just the media side of it all. What it shows me is that there is no integrity left in the media whatsoever. There's there's never been any integrity when it comes to people that are in Washington, D.C., or even Hollywood. There's no integrity there. Like, you want integrity? Where are the people that Army Hammer made friends with? 
He's got to have some friends in Hollywood, some people that he calls acquaintances or friends, and none of those people have stood up for him. Better example, Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres was sat next to a, a Republican former president at a, a football game that she didn't have anywhere else to sit. She's not going to make a big stink in there, go, I can't sit next to him. What happened to all her friends in Hollywood? There's no integrity there. Couldn't have described that. It, it truly is. Where is the reporter to call out Vice President Kamala, the Indian giant, Harris? Uh, Madam Vice President, I was just wondering what your opinions were on Governor Cuomo in New York and all of these sexual harassment claims. Now, it wasn't that hard, was it? It wasn't that hard to ask that question. That's all I want. I'm not saying that you're going to yell and fight with her to get that. No, 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 no. All I want is for you to ask that. Once again, do your job. You see how easy that is? You just ask the question. That's all you got to do. You don't have to go, no, I didn't say that. No, ma'am, this is the question. All I want is you to ask the question. I know that she's going to duck and dodge that question. She's not going to answer that. But if you want some respect, then ask the question. Don't sit here and rop, write op-ed pieces about silence on the Cuomo. Of course there's silence. It's up to you guys to break the silence. By the way, why is it that Ellen got canceled pretty much She's no longer the Ellen that she was for sitting next to George W. Bush. Yet, Michelle Obama and George W. Bush are the best of friends. During his daddy's funeral, she passed him like a lifesaver or something. They're, They're like buddies. It's a friendship nobody saw happening. They, like, talk to each other like two or three times a week. So how come Michelle hasn't been canceled? You canceled a white lesbian over the black straight lady? Interesting. Uh, Act Brian says, you're right. I don't subject myself to that bullshit because I'd rather watch real journalists. Have you ever watched the videos of all these journalists uh, regurgitating the same exact screen? Yes. Oh, I love that. That's one of my favorite videos to see. I had a journalism professor that used to uh, be pretty mainstream and broke it all down for me and confirmed all the shit I was thinking already. Don't trust the media. No. 
because a lot of them are all run by the same corporation. Let, let me break this down. Let, let me break down how a TV and radio station work for you, okay? So you got your head honcho there. You got your general manager. He's probably been with the company for quite some time. Probably worked his way up through the sales department. Came regional manager, did all that kind of stuff. Okay, so you got a general manager. Then you've got the sales department. They go out and they sell your advertising and things like that. And each city has this, okay? They all have this. They all have a program director. Or in the news's case, an executive producer or a producer. And then you have your air talent and, it, and, and, and so on. Right? Every city has this. Think, think of uh, News 10 in Sacramento. Okay? Now, News 10 is just part of a big conglomerate of a, a company that owns a ton of TV stations around this country. And what they have there is the vice president of production. And he calls down and he has a meeting with all his producers in each of these cities and says, these are the stories I want you to run. And they'll have people up at that main corporate office and they'll write out the script. And they'll send that out to all their TV stations. And that's what the anchors will read. That is why you can get a video like that. Because it's the same one or two people typing it out for hundreds of broadcasters around this country. The media is no longer what it used to be. I believe the the six corporations that own everything, I would probably. I thought Ellen got canceled because people accused her of being a meanie head. No, that was after. The meanie head thing was the, the, the coupe de gras saying how bad she was to her staff and everything, that was after the whole cancel uh, because she sat next to a W thing. I mean, if you go against what your producer says at a TV station, you're, you're going to be fired. I don't know if you've ever got to know any news people or work with any news people. Uh there are people that love their jobs. And I mean, they love their jobs. They don't care if it takes them out of bed every night at 2 o'clock in the morning. They, they, don't, they love their jobs. And they're going to do whatever it does is to take to keep that job. Or to even get a better job. There's a lot of backstabbing in that industry. There's a lot of stepping on toes. It's not a fun industry to be in. Super high rate of alcoholism. I think it's close to 100%. Shit, I thought I could drink, and then I, I fucking worked at a TV station. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break here. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com if you want to write the show. Uh, at the end of her show, she used to say, be kind to one. Now, now I think it's like, oh, oh fuck it. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. Okay. There we go.
Oh, sweet. Okay, got that. That needs to go in. No, I wanted to put it in there, god damn it. There we go. It's in there now. All right, when we come back, we will do the top ten foods. You got that top ten foods at fast food restaurants coming up next here on the Arnie States Show. Standing down on Main Street across from Mr. Blues My faded leather jacket, my weathered brogan shoes A chill north wind was blowing, but the spring was coming on As I wanted to myself, just how long I had been gone So I strolled across old Main Street, walked down a flight of stairs Stepped into the hall and saw all my friends were there A neon sign was flashing, welcome, come on in so good, feeling good again. My favorite band was playing an oldest reading song. When they sang the chorus, everybody sang along. Dan and Margarita were swaying side by side. I heard they were divorcing, but I guess they let it slide. And I wished I had some money with which to buy around. I wish to cash my paycheck before I came to town. But I reached into my pocket, found three twenties and a ten. It feels so good, feeling good again. Well, I've been spending all my money on weed and pills. 
sitting in a tank Well, every time the wife talks, baby gets mentioned I'm so broke I can't pay attention Lord, how it tears me up to see her cry thinking about this. <sighs> we haven't done this ever. Top 10 greatest fast food items. Now, this is a tough one because you think about it. These can be every anything that's ever been on a fast food menu, you can, you can definitely put it on your list. We already have straight fires list. Uh, bacon cheeseburger, french fries, chicken sandwich, onion rings, popcorn chicken, chicken strips, cheese sticks, milkshake, Sunday churros. Okay. Douglas has his. Uh, will you be playing the pretty song? What, what pretty song? Uh, no McRib, Arnie. What the hell? Straight fire? Oh, uh, wait. Yeah, Straight Fire doesn't have McRib on his list. I mean, that's crazy. 
Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, we got, in no particular order, Douglas has Mexican pizza, RIP, Popeye's chicken sandwich, fajita grilled stuffed burrito, Long John Silver's fish and chips, yuck, Western bacon cheeseburger, California burrito, El Pollo Loco chicken, Sour Joe Jack, and the Big Mac. Okay. Uh, yes, Brady Kid has emailed me hers. So let's see. Okay. Did you email me or text me? Where the hell is it? Okay, there we go. I got it. All right, I've got it now. Brady Kids, let's see. Uh, Panda Express broccoli beef chicken. In-N-Out Animal Fries, Wiener Schnitzel Cheese, Chili Cheese Dog, Chick-fil-A Nuggets, Porta Subs, KFC Mashed Potatoes, Taco Bell Bean Burrito, Taco Bell Burrito Supreme, RB Roast Beef, and McDonald's Orange High C, which is allegedly coming back to everyone who has a palate of a three-year-old. Andrew has McDonald's fried apple pie. Oh, 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 shit. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I, 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 you know what? I, I got I to gotta move something off. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, fried apple pie. Yep, yep. Thank God for fucking Whataburger. McDonald's was the best, though. I, I, I'll go with you on that. McDonald's has the greatest of all time. Uh, Jack in the Box egg rolls, McDonald's chicken nuggets, Popeye's biscuits, KFC wedge fries, those were good, Whataburger patty melt, Carl's Jr. bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit, Whataburger jalapeno cheese sausage biscuit with gravy for dunking, Whataburger fried apple pie, and Whataburger sweet and spicy burger. Good list. Stinkfist has Fire Wings, Nashville Hot Chicken Sandwich, McDonald's Fries, Arby's Curly Fries, In-N-Out Double Double. <laughs> Fuck you, motherfucker. We're driving 45 miles an hour to go get it. I said that's fine. Uh, can I put a non-food item on my list? Uh, specifically the Styrofoam McDonald's box. Oh, those were so convenient. Oh, you pop open the top of that box and you pour your fries in the top. Boom, you're done. You got a place to hold your sandwich. Not all this wrapping shit like it's my fucking birthday. Oh, I missed the styrofoam. Oh, Stinkfist put, oh, and KFC coleslaw. Man. KFC coleslaw, KFC coleslaw, and Long John Silver's coleslaw are the only two coleslaws that I will eat. All right, number ten on my list. Number nine. Let, let me start with number nine first. Number nine, I, I moved one out, and I put the fried apple pie in at number nine. My number ten is a gas station tuna sandwich. Yep. Hey, look, that that's fast food. That is the definition of fast food. You walk in, you go over there, you see it's cutting triangles. Oh, man. That right there, that puts me in such a... When, when I go to a... I need to go to a damn gas station. 
I mean, honestly, when I, when I walk in and I see that they have, like, the sandwiches. Strangers in my mouth. It makes me hungry. I do not like gas station sushi. No. There's just something about the tuna fish sandwich at a gas station. Chicken salad ain't half bad. I can't do egg salad because it just looks gross. But the tuna sandwich at a gas station, magnifique. Number eight, another weird one here, but I love these things. And if they were to ever, 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 ever stack our, ever stack our, the pizza sticks, they're not on my list, even though they're far better than these. But these, I do love these. 7-Eleven taquitos. Taco and cheese, fucking A, second to none. Don't, 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 don't even try. Don't, don't even try. But the pizza sticks, oh, those were. If they, I, I tell you this right now. If you get the cheese sticks brought back, I will start using the word H-E-L-L-A. Oh, I, I will. If you can bring the pizza sticks back, that word will become, that will come into my vernacular. Hangtown Gin has Carl's Jr. Charboiled Chicken Salad, the original. Jack in the Box, Chicken Cheddar and Bacon Sandwich. Number three, Popcorn Chicken from KFC. Four, Chick-fil-A Chicken Sandwich. Number five, Carl's Jr. Onion Rings with Ranch. Ooh, they do have good onion rings there. Uh, Bars, Roosters Street, Carl's Jr., okay. Bean Burrito from Taco Bell, no sauce, no onions. Arby's Curly Fries with Cheese Sauce. KFC Snacker Sandwich Plain. Carl's Western Bacon Cheeseburger. All right, let's see. Zach sent in a list. He's been sending in a bunch of stuff here. Let's see. KFC Chicken Bowl, Burger King Chicken Sandwich, Big Mac, Egg McMuffin, Taco Bell Grilled Stuffed Burrito, Wendy's Chili, Jack in the Box Tacos, and Water Water Burger Burger. That would be H-E-L-L-A cool, Arnie, LOL. Christopher has his number one McRib, number two Double Decker Taco, fantastic. Chick-fil-A Deluxe, Taco Bell Grilled Stuffed Burrito. McDonald's Chicken Nuggets, Foster's Freeze Banana Milkshake, Popeye Spicy Chicken, number five on white from Porta Subs. Ooh, yeah. Arby's Beef and Cheddar and the new KFC Chicken Sandwich. Okay. Uh, my number seven on the list because it's gone, the Mexican pizza. Oh, man. If Taco Bell wants a resurgence, th- this would be like the Eagles getting back together again. Well, they really can't anymore. I'm just telling you, if they bring if they bring the Mexican pizza back, I will be at Taco Bell tomorrow. Actor Brian has hers. Uh, Burger King loaded steakhouse burger number two, Taco Bell Cholito. That was good. Taco Bell in Chirito. 
McDonald's old shamrock shake that actually tasted minty and not this bullshit they've had for the past few years. Carl's Jr. Tacos. Okay. Uh, my number six is Jack in the Box's Ultimate Cheeseburger. It, 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 it's simple. It, it is the simplest burger out there. It's got like a, a ketchup and mayo sauce on there. And it's the sauce, cheese, burger, cheese, burger, bun, done. All. And it's so good. I haven't had Jack in the Box in a long ass time. Jack in the Box, Jack in the Box don't get enough credit. I'm just telling you that right now. They sure don't. Number five, like everybody said, Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. Uh, and, and by the way, everything is good on it. I used to, I started out my old young days. I started out being a, a guy who put honey on his chicken sandwich because it was good. And then I moved up to mayonnaise. And now I have found the ultimate, the Chick-fil-A sauce, which I'm thinking about marinating steaks in soon. That, that, that sauce is phenomenal. I have those little, uh, like for breakfast sometimes, they, they come in a little two-pack. They're little sausage sandwiches, little sausage and biscuits you throw in the microwave for like a minute. What I'll do is take a piece of cheese, cut it up, put a little hunk of cheese on top of that sausage in there, and then <laughs> splash some Chick-fil-A sauce in there. Boom. Well, that is a breakfast right there. That is good stuff. This I, did, I I grabbed Chick Fil A sauce and I there it is. Uh, Alicia has her list: Taco Bell double decker, Taco Bell bean burrito no sauce, Taco Bell soft taco, Subway cold cut trio, Taco Bell Mexican pizza, Taco Bell crunch wrap supreme. After that, I, I'm over because I'm a picky pain in the ass. Okay, well you like Taco Bell though, so taking you to Taco Bell is a safe trip. Uh, my number four is the country burrito at Carl's Jr. in their breakfast sandwich. It, it, it's that good. It, it truly, truly is that good. They, it, it's going to make it all the way to four? Yes, because it's a burrito that has country gravy on it. Do I need to say anything else? No, 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 no. Those things, uh, no, that, that right there, pff, done. Is McDonald's barbecue packets considered a food item? I could drink those like taking shots. Uh, my number three, and this was, a, this was a struggle between this and the bean burrito, but I think I like the soft taco better. I love the bean burrito. My, my, my standard order, two soft tacos, two bean burritos, extra cheese, extra onions, and a large Dr. Pepper. I remember when that was like $4. Now it's like 9 And the burritos got smaller. The tacos got smaller. The large drinks got smaller. But you can't go wrong with soft taco. Just can't. So now my top two. My number two. Greatest fast food item in the history of time. What I think is the perfect sandwich. 
especially for breakfast. And that is the Egg McMuffin. Nope, you ain't going to change my mind. Egg McMuffin and I have rekindled a relationship that is, it was on the rocks for a couple years. We hadn't seen each other in a while. Recently, since the, since my number one sandwich did come back, and we'll get to the number one, I can eat at McDonald's again. I have yet to have a double quarter pounder with cheese, which I think is their finest burger. Truth be told, I think it's one of the best burgers out there. It could it could have made this list if I'd been eating McDonald's more regularly. But I get the way, the way I get my egg McMuffin. I get an egg McMuffin, none of that ca- fucking Canadian bacon shit, extra cheese, and then I take my hash brown and I put that on the sandwich. And hello, doctor. You have got an amazing sandwich, especially if they burn the croissant a little bit or the English muffin a little bit. Ooh, yeah, that's good. And, of course, number one is the McRib. I mean, for the love of God, I I had, like, I, I think I ended up eating, like, 19 McRibs in the month that it was here. Stackhar says, Wendy's breakfast potato wedges are so good. I haven't had that yet. Fuck McDonald's. They charge $8 for a damn burger now. Fuck that. I'll go to an actual good burger place and pay a few extra dollars. Yeah, I don't know when it was, but I remember I had noticed once. This is a few years ago. How much a Big Mac was by itself. Like, you could get the the, the Big Mac value meal for like $5.95. I didn't understand this. Maybe somebody can explain this to me. So the the value meal was for five ninety five. You got any size drink, and it, the fry. If you wanted small fry, it was five ninety five. Medium six fifteen, large six twenty five. Okay, that's for a sandwich, large fry, and a large drink. But if you order just the Big Mac itself, it's like four eighty five. So the drink and the fries are a dollar? I want to go in there with a dollar and buy a large drink and fries in from now on. But I'm with, I, I, I'm starting to get there with you, Addict to Brian, about, you know, fuck that, I'll go to an actual good place. Because I'm, I'm, I'm slowly becoming kind of a, a, a burger diva. Like, I, I, I don't want to... I don't want to waste my burger experience on something crappy. Like, if I'm super-duper in the mood for a double quarter pounder with cheese from now on, I can get it. It's no problem. But if I want a burger, I want to get something that's going to be good. 
Like they, they're some little shop in downtown Rockwall. And downtown Rockwall, let me tell you, there's a lot happening there. Uh, but they got like a, a burger and taco place. Pretty damn good. And I love that, that when I order food at places here and they ask me how I want my burger and I say I want it medium rare to rare, that it comes out that way. You realize the price hasn't changed uh, for burgers. It's money. just It's worth less. Yeah. Well, like, I, I don't have a hankering that often for a Big Mac because the Big Mac to me is such a waste. It's a Big Mac because it's loaded with bread. I mean, it's still tasty. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing better than the secret sauce at McDonald's except Chick-fil-A sauce. But that's just a complete waste of money. That's why it's been called a value meal. It's always been that way. Yeah, but but the thing is, I mean, like, I don't understand why, why a Big Mac has increased in price over the years. I, I, I know, but you guys, yeah, I don't know. I, I understand the prices increase over the years and things like that, but... Wouldn't the quality or wouldn't the size maybe increase a little bit? By the way, the the Big Mac what was that four eighty five as well four ninety nine. That ain't worth no four ninety nine. Not anywhere. And they screw us out of large fries with that pinched off end container. Dumb. I, I've gotten over, fr- like, I love tater tots. Man, oh, man, if I get to choose a restaurant and I find out that it's a, that restaurant against a restaurant that ain't got tater tots, we're going to the place that has tater tots. Why? Because I'm six. That's why. Hopefully they got fucking coloring books for me, too. There ain't nothing better than some good tater tots. Yeah, I'm kind of over the whole fry thing. I never liked the sweet potato fries. I remember when those first came out, and those were all the rage. There's a place in Roseville called The Counter where you could build your own burger. That place was awesome. When the uh, fountain shops first opened, they had a burger place in there called uh, The Counter. And I went in there all the time. I always took Dad in there with me. You could get whatever you wanted on your burger. You order it, and then then it was all a la carte put on there. And that was the first place I remember having the uh, sweet potato fries. And, like, the first time you order them, it's good. Then the next time, it's all you're tasting is sweet potatoes. And it's like, ugh, done with that shit. But they also had tater Haven't thought about that place in a long time. I couldn't believe that place closed down. Place was always busy. Uh, can we talk about murder? I just ate and I'm getting hungry again. 
Oh, that's funny. That is funny. Well, we, uh, so like Five Guys, by the way, do you guys like Five Guys? I've been wanting to try it. Okay, so do you want, th- th- this is my gut take on Five Guys. Five Guys is a slower in and out. With a tad bit of smash burger in there. Not not much, just a tad bit. They set up the store to look like an old Fuddruckers. I've had it a couple times. Not the world. Not uh, I'm not not the biggest Five Guys fan. Gotta say it. I don't like In and Out. But that was the vibe I got from looking at their cups, looking at all their stuff. I was like, wow, these guys want to be in and out so bad. Uh, I've been having problems with my phone. Arnie, did you have any Arby's in your top ten? I did not. I I, I did have. Now, I'm glad you asked that, Christopher, because remember, I bumped one out for the fried apple pie. I actually did bump out the beef and cheddar. The beef and cheddar was originally in my top ten, but then I remembered, oh, fuck. Fried apple pies. But, yeah, beef and cheddar. Oh, God. And I don't know about you guys. Now, look, I think that there's a scam going on at Arby's. We got to sit down and talk about this scam, okay? Here's the scam. You know how you get the extra Arby sauce, and then you pour that on your sandwich? And you taste the Arby sauce, and the Arby sauce is... Like two parts barbecue sauce, one part ketchup. That's a, that, that's Arby sauce. But it, it, it's it, it's more of a barbecuey flavor. It's not really sweet. The sauce that they use in the back, though, the sauce they use in the back has some kind of caramelization to it, and it makes it a lot sweeter. I've never found that in the packets. I would like for Arby's to come out and address this. Do you have a special sauce that you're using in the back? No, horsey sauce is horseradish sauce. That's the white sauce. Stackar says... uh, I'll take Habit over Smash or Five Guys any day. I like the Habit. The Habit was a good place. Uh, I heard Paris Hilton loves Five Guys. Yeah, I'll apologize for that in 15 years. You don't have to. Not here. Do you guys like squeeze-in burgers? I I like the big skirt of cheese. The, the burger's not much to write home about. It's the skirt of cheese that squeeze in. It's all about that. Fuck, you save that for the end. You take one big bite of that. Block them arteries for a couple weeks. Won't crap for four days. Uh, Let's see. I love Five Guys. I'm a huge fan of their fries. But the whole menu is super overpriced. There's no value to be found, but it is good food. Okay. Mm, hang down, Jen says, oh, okay, I've learned something today. Well, that that's me doing my job for you, Jen.
Anything else that we got to solve here? Any other world problems that we got we, we got issues with? I'm trying to think. Anything else I've left off that's good at places? I figured you guys would give me a little bit more shit for the tuna sandwich. I really do want to get one today. They don't have them at Bucky's, though. I learned that. That pissed me off. That was a big strike against Bucky's. They they didn't have my tuna sandwich there. Uh, my daughter works at Five Guys. I get free food. There you go. You got it made. You got it made. Man, if I had a kid, I'd have him working at fucking barbecue spot. No, uh-uh. No, you don't want fast food. No. <laughs> go to that place. Go to the steakhouse. You want to work at the steakhouse. <laughs> I have the youngest, the youngest fucking server at Ruth's Chris. Uh, added Brian says, yes, I missed your Franklin's rant. Did you get takeout at least? No, because it was all sold out. It sold out like a week in advance. So this is the bullshit of Franklin's barbecue in Austin, Texas. The most overrated barbecue spot in all of America. And I got to give kudos to Tommy. So I look on their website, and it's my fault. I should have called. I should have called. I see on their thing, open for lunch daily, 1130 till when we sell out, usually between 2 and 3. I was like, okay. No problem. Got in the car Saturday morning, 5 o'clock in the morning. Getting to Austin about 8.25. Head right there because we're going to get in line, and we're going to sit in that line and wait until they open. And there's a sign out front saying, dining room closed. And then a bunch of other bullshit, but all I saw was dining room closed. Curbside only. Nowhere on the front of their website does it say that. Not at least in big glowing words. And by the way, if you plan on doing carryout, you have to order three pounds of fucking food. Now, I know a lot of people that are getting three pounds of food for lunch. We didn't get anything. We went and ate at fucking Salt Lake and Round Rock instead. I was beyond pissed. I'm still beyond pissed at that shit. It will take an invite from Aaron Franklin personally to get me to go anywhere near that restaurant ever again. Fuck that place, bastards. All right, a gal, uh, where is this story from? I I don't know where it's from, but okay. So this gal claims that her boyfriend broke up with her because he thought that she was having an affair on him. (laughs) 
That is legendary bad management. Yes, uh, I agree. I agree, Christopher. So he thinks that she's cheating on him because every night she she gets out of bed and she goes away for a little while. Uh, so twice a week, she would sneak out of the house, say she's going to the supermarket or running errands, and then go and do this. Now, now this girl's boyfriend is a vegan. But the problem is this gal, she likes fucking McDonald's chicken McNuggets. Her boyfriend's a vegan. He can't have no chicken nuggets. So she was trying to respect him. So twice a week, she was running out to go eat chicken nuggets. The couple has broken up over this. She said, quote, obviously, I came clean about the whole thing, but he doesn't believe me. He thinks I'm lying about going to McDonald's, and he's convinced I'm just covering up that I'm sleeping with another guy. Show him your receipts. I don't think she was cheating on I think she was fucking going out to get some McNuggets because i tell you this right now. It, I would have had to been in some kind of serious boating incident for this to happen. But let's say I ended up with a vegan. I know, right? That's crazy. It's crazy. I, I'm sailing off uh, uh, of the Isle of Nantucket and this horrible storm happens and I hit my head against the the sail. And I fall starboard. And I awaken. And I am now married to a vegan somehow. Yeah, I'd be sneaking out too. I'd be like, fuck that shit. She said she was having dreams about McNuggets. So this vegan guy is with a fat gal. Alicia says he sounds like a bitch anyways. He really does. I, I mean, honestly. Why doesn't he just go to the middle of the night? Why can't she just eat her fucking lunch at work without him eating her nuggets? She's got to hide it. Why you got to hide what you eat? Is this, a, is this a thing that will break couples up? If you're vegan and your partner isn't, that's an interesting question. Would you ever date a vegan? Let's say let's say that you would. I don't know a lot of us here on the S show if we're vegans. I don't I don't know if there's any vegans on. Uh, I know Mel. I know Mel's a vegan. So the question is out there, ask family, would you ever date a vegan?
interesting. This is interesting. Uh, Cowboys Girl says no. Stinkfist says hell no. Hangdown Gent says no. Now, V Coop says as long as they don't push it on me, sure. Maybe, but would it, be, it would be challenging. A lot of people are saying I'd date a vegan if they didn't act like a bitch and didn't try to push their beliefs on me. Uh, funky, no, I would eat. I would eat the vegan. Uh, I love to cook and cook for my man. You, uh, you have to eat meat. Eat meat. Eat me. Okay. Uh, my wife went vegan for a week and we almost got divorced over it. I will not even invite vegans to my house. Rule also applies to child molesters. Yeah, she was fine as fuck. Nope, nothing in common. Where do you go? What do you eat together? That sells vegan food does not have anything I'd eat. It is a huge hassle. That, but okay, I mean, I, I was going to say before you guys bombarded me there, and it was fantastic. I was going to say, like, this is your dream guy or girl. And they just happen to be vegan. But you bring up, so who brought it up? Who brought it up? You brought up a great point. You don't have a lot in common. There's a big hassle. There's a big hassle going on every time y'all eat. Do you want to fight every single time you eat? Maybe they don't push it on you, but you know it's got to, you got to grill your food on one side of the grill and then the other side of the grill can't have any fucking meat or meat byproducts touching it. Uh, let's see. Uh, if she would cook meat for me. If I dated a vegetarian, she'd end up eating one type of meat, if you know what I mean. Hey, hey. I don't know about vegans, but as a vegetarian, I can find something to eat anywhere. Yes, even barbecue places. Okay. It already takes two hours for Mrs. Dave Co. to decide where to eat. It would take four hours with a vegan. I can tell that Mrs. Dave Co. is not listening right now. Uh, I love steak and ribs. Bring it on. Uh, vegan, fight me. My dream guy or girl involves us sharing a big bloody steak, so vegan could, couldn't could fit into my dream guy. Okay, good, 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 good. Uh, not really. I wouldn't want to be with someone who lives in fear. As long as she likes mine, right? Yes, straight fire. As long as she likes your meat, you're good to go. Like, like, like when Mel, I, Mel came to town before I left, and we went to eat. I did, but I, I knew of a vegan place, and the only way I knew this vegan place was because I found it through uh, Bethany, and I ate it at the the Kings game. This this vegan hamburger place. She's like, you can't tell the difference, can you? And I'm like, yeah, I, I can totally tell the difference. It's not bad. It wasn't horrible. But is it something I'd ever go to and go, mm, I want to go to that vegan hamburger place? No. I'll never say that. But when I had a friend come to town, 
who happens to be vegan, I was lucky to know of a place. Uh, a good friend of mine has a militant vegan for a wife. They fought like cats and dogs for years. He finally caved and only eats meat out of the house. Yes, he's teased about being whooped. Yeah, I have to feel bad for him. Yeah. Christopher says, nope. For me, vegans equal diddlers equal people that answer the phone in movie theaters. Good call. Good call. Then why in the fuck would you ever get with a fucking vegan? Is it an accident? I mean, you, you didn't meet in the deli area. But, hey, if you're part of that, that power couple that's working, I say Godspeed to you. Good luck. You bring sexy back. Is Burger Patch vegan or are they just vegetarian? I thought they were vegan. I thought it was vegan because they use, like, nothing but pea, pea protein for the burgers. Why do they why do they say you can't tell the difference? The whole point is it's supposed to be different. You should want to be able to say, "Yeah, see, it's different." But it's good in my opinion, the better choice. No, well the way they the way the, the reason why they say that, they want it they want to say that that it tastes the same. That they want to say that you get a, a a vegan burger that it tastes just the same as a burger. It's a sales tactic. Because it doesn't. It doesn't taste anything like a burger. I bit into my burger and I was like, okay, this is not a burger. I didn't automatically spit it out because it, it was a pleasant taste. It was it was good. But I could tell the difference. How come uh, that shit show? Uh, okay, uh, I'm doing the. Um, thank God for earbuds. Well, EGB, I I appreciate that. I I don't know. I I don't know. I remember I used to have to work. Uh, Nazi. It's just like what's not. Uh, we're just the same, but not. Now I will say I never thought I'd be with someone who chews, but right when I saw him spit, I wanted him to spit on me. All right. Uh, I suppose it's one thing to be vegetarian and choose to eat uh, vegetables and mix it with milk, eggs, etc. This is doable. It's a whole different thing to be vegan. Vegan only have bark and dirt to eat. Let's see. Uh. Taking a nutrition class uh, for my and my fucking professor keeps putting notes on my assignments. It says things such as, "And your report contradicts the book. Try to eat more fresh vegetables and try not to include any oils or meat at all. Fucking only eat protein and broccoli, cauliflower pretty much every night. Oh, and that oil avocado is oil, not the bad shit. She's a vegan and keeps trying to push that shit onto me. I'm probably going to get a bad grade." Impossible Burger is edible, but it doesn't taste good. Yeah. 
Look, and, hey, man, more powerful. I, and I'm glad. They, I'm glad these places have, like, vegetarian choices and, and vegan choices. That way we can all go to the same place and get some food. We don't have to go to one of your salad bar restaurants and then go to a good place. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I judge there? I, I may have judged a tad bit. I, I, I do apologize. Uh, all right, we'll take a break here. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Adam J., I hope you're out there because I was thinking about you. So uh, here you go, buddy. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. Let it be, let it be. Let it be, let it be Whisper words of wisdom, let it be And when the broken heart
culture go after this because it's anti-triggering the uh the let it be boy oh boy that was dead now let 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 me just say hold on hold on we we would stop the presses if you're in the cancel culture and you try to go after people like the beatles oh oh please do Please do. That way we can tag out. Gen X can finally tag back back in the greatest generation and, and the hippies before us because they will fight your ass. They will fight you. They don't give a shit how old they are. You try to go after the Beatles? You try to put them on cancel culture? Are you kidding me? That is a war that I would love to see. Mm-mm-mm. The hippies against the shitbags. How bad is it that I'm rooting for the fucking hippies? Canceled John Lennon. He didn't care about black lives. Oh, I dare you. I dare you. 
<laughs> Stink fish says, I'll flat out murder anyone who tries to cancel the Beatles. See? See, you're going to get people like me canceling Limp Biscuit. No, I am not comparing Limp Biscuit to the Beatles. We canceled mullets, so we should be able to cancel a Beatles haircut. I don't know where you're living. Fucking the mullet is alive and well in the South, my friend. Man, there are TikTok accounts that are, are, are dedicated to the mullet. I actually thought about regrowing a mullet. I'd never had one. I, I couldn't do it. I did, there's no way. No way. No way I could I, I would even be able to do the, the time. Oh, it would drive me crazy having that much hair. Oh, that would be fantastic to see. Uh, all right, well, uh, we have an update, but not. Holy shit, man. You mean I can move to Texas and relive my younger days? Yeah. Uh, I have a confession. I have never liked the damn Beatles. Maybe it's my age. No, you're not the only one. I'm not the world's best. I only like a few of their songs. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of Led Zeppelin either. I'll say it. Um, I remember when Limp Biscuit got canceled at Ozfest. Oh man, Limp Biscuit at one time was so good, so good. Cletus brought back the mullet. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm just telling you right now, the mullet, the mullet's beautiful. Uh, all right, now let, let's do a quick update on this gal. Not really, but okay. Jizzling, 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 jizzling. I'm begging you, please don't take that girl. Don't do it. Jizzling, 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 jizzling. Please don't take her to that awful man. Your money is beyond compare with fancy cars and clothes to wear with dollar bills and stacks and stacks of green. Your smile is so frightening. Your cooch is nothing I have seen. I would never serve you to an enemy. Gisling. Douglas says, the Beatles are greater than GNR, fight me, LOL. Well, obviously, I mean, the GNR covered one of the Beatles, or Live and Let Die, a Paul McCartney song at least. I don't see the Beatles going out and doing Paradise City, so okay, got me. Which one would I, which concert would I go to? I would go to the Guns N' Roses show, sorry. All right, so Ghislaine Maxwell's brother. Boy, I would, I, I don't know. This would be a fucking terrible time to be related to her. First of all, she's in jail, so you know you ain't getting no damn birthday or Christmas present from her. So it sucks to have her as a sister right now because no gifts. Secondly, when the media shows up to your house, you don't know, you know something bad has had to happen. 
or they want to talk about your damn pervert of a sister. Uh, let's see. Uh, Douglas needs a three-week suspension for that comment. Oh, I don't suspend. Christopher says, Led Zeppelin greater than the Beatles. Fight me, Douglas. Douglas, I'm on your side. Raised hippie. Trust me. I've got quite an appreciation for the Beatles. Uh, I like Zeppelin. I don't like. I don't hate DNR. No, I know. I know. But So, uh, I guess her brother, Ian Maxwell, broke his silence, meaning they finally came up with the right dollar amount to get him on, on the BBC. So they ask him about this famous picture where Prince, Prince Williams in the, or P- Prince Andrew. And he's got that 15-year-old girl and Ghislaine standing right there. It looks like they're, they're like on the second floor. And this is about right before he takes this 15-year-old girl to pound town. And her brother came out and said, uh, Hey, mace. Oh, the, the interviewer asked, uh, do you recognize the setting of that? Was it taken in Ghislaine's house in London? He says, Blimey, I do recognize that setting. So he's pretty much saying, yeah, I, I know exactly where that is. Now, of course, Prince Andrew has denied having any form of sexual contact with the 15-year-old girl. Ghislaine, sadly, still in jail, waiting trial on recruiting three girls for Epstein to fucking sexually abuse between 94 and 97. I just want some names, man. I'm ready to start canceling people out left and right. Oh, it's going to be bad when some of the cancel culture gets canceled out because of this. Because the truth's going to come out on them. And right now, they're going around canceling shit and being bigger than life. Because, well, they can be. They haven't been brought down that pe- that peg yet. Can you believe that dude selling out his own sister? Do I see a book deal coming? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, man, this guy's going to, look, this guy, no telling what the BBC paid him to be on. Paid him a lot, though. Paid him what he wanted. Motherfucker's been over in England this whole time. They could have had him this whole time. That was my sister. I'd be doing the same damn thing. I wouldn't even think about it. I'm going to laugh when Alyssa Milano's on that list. Oh, that would be heaven. We know that Tom Hanks is on the list. At least he's on the fucking flight manifolds. Stephen Hawking's been pictured at at at, at Pedophile Island. Stephen Hawking's. I mean, the, the girl that he had to diddle, she's really fucked up. She had to make she had to have sex with a robot. Oh, oh, oh. I'm ka 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 
Stephen Hawking's orgasming. I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> you guys will never look at a speaking spell the same. <laughs> Maybe he vibrated too, so it wasn't all that bad. I totally believe Tom Hanks is a pedo. Well... Wasn't it funny how when they first produced all those all those flight transcripts and names, and then he became an honorary citizen of, or where was it, Turkey or something like that? Just what is Hawking's going to do at Pedo Island? Who knows? Maybe the wheelchair has an automatic jerk-off mechanism, too. Whole new take on Inspector Gadget. Steven can't type when his keyboard keys are all stuck. I just that 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 was just a terrible joke. Crap! Somebody get me a mechanic. We got some Tom Hanks on the flight manifold. Sorry, Arnie. Donkey kicked my ass. No, no. Hey, you swung. You missed. I mean, the the worst that I can give you is this. Grease. That's where it was. Grease. Yeah, they gave him. And and the the word is they gave him this honorary citizenship there because in Greece. It's not a crime to be a pedophile. That means you have a medical condition. That's right. Today's uh, Zach's birthday. Happy birthday. All right. Moving on. Okay. Moving on. A former employee sues Panda Express, claiming she had to strip almost naked and hung it out with male co-workers as part of a cult-like ritual. Former employee of a Panda Express in Santa Clarita filed a lawsuit alleging sexual battery, hostile work environment, and intentional infliction of emotional distress against the restaurant chain. She's suing, dated, uh, the participation in training experience sessions often a prerequisite for promotion. The attendees were told to sit down and not talk and were left in eerie isolation for a full hour before a man stormed in yelling in Spanish and berating the attendees for sitting there and doing nothing when that is exactly what they had been instructed to do. The man... And a live seminars employee loudly proclaimed that the attendees are nothing and don't matter. Rounding on some people to berate them individually, spittle flying. Uh, overall effect was tone, particularly nasy drills, drill instructor. Okay, it, it continues. The attendees were prohibited from using their phones. There was no clock in the room. The doors and the windows were all covered with black cloth. The atmosphere resembled less a self-improvement seminar 
than an off-the-books off the interrogation for terrorist suspects. Plaintiff showed up to find a new exercise wherein she was forced to strip down to her underwear under the guise of trust building. The plaintiff stripped down, naked, almost naked in front of strangers and co-workers, was extremely uncomfortable but pressed on because she knew it was her only chance at a promotion. Holy shit, man, it takes a lot to work at Panda Express. I, I, I'm just telling you this right now. I, if I hear about that and I'm working at Panda Express, my ideas of becoming a manager have gone out the window. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'm going to scale things back here. I'm going to take a little, a little longer to get the orange chicken ready. What the fuck? Why do you got to strip down naked? I've been to one of these leadership seminars. I went once, and they didn't send me at the right age. Okay. I remember it was out in Arlington. It was for the water park. And they fed us. We were paid to be there that day. You know, this was really cool. But it was one of these seminars where they ask you all these questions like, who do you work for? I was just fucking around. I put the the fucking GM. I mean, the right answer is you work for all the guests. I remember remember when I was with my buddy Dave, and I think we had uh, uh, a girl that was in the gift shop. I think Melissa was with us. And we're sitting there. And they're going over the right answers. Like, what picture did you draw for? You draw uh, who you work for. And, and like, I, I, I did a, like, stupid drawing of our GM or whatever. And somebody put, you know, somebody put the, the guests of the water park. That's who we work for. And that was the right answer. And I, I think I even said that. I go, that's gay. <laughs> I don't work for them. Then I realized, oh, okay, yeah, I kind of do work for them. Yeah, these these whole fucking Panda Express. I mean, really, you got to go to these kind of hostile work environment, these these camps. Did they teach him to goose step at the camp too? The same uh, plaintiff had to hug it out with a male co-worker while they were both undressed. No, plaintiff was forced to have and did in fact suffer unwanted and offensive contact with a male Panda Express employee that included contact with her breast when she was ordered to hug it out. Because you bump chests against each other. Now that's feeling her up. That ain't feeling her up. She needs to talk to sexual harassment panda. <laughs> Hashtag what? South Park. Uh, I absolutely hate that corporate training crap. 
that companies force people to attend. Sure, I need to learn why telling a coworker she has a nice ass. Uh, save the money and just point to your staff to a website and then give them a raise. Did they make a special wonton soup for the guests that day? Probably not. They probably had chilies. I mean that that that's pretty that is pretty fucking intense. When it comes down to it, a team training seminar includes ripping your clothes off and hugging strangers. You might want to check the credentials of this company that's putting on this retreat. Uh, all right, now y'all need a tongue kiss. And by the way, can I just point out once again, that's for Panda Express. It's not like Goldman Sachs. It's not like a company that completely, totally matters. Oh, Arnie, you said Panda Express doesn't. They don't. The world wouldn't know any different if there were no Panda Expresses here. We just have to go to the grocery store to get eggnogs or, or uh, egg rolls, eggnogs. Oh, I thought this was jobs working for Larry Flint. God rest his soul. This is so dumb. How'd you become manager? <laughs> okay, assignment today. Go to a Panda Express, go talk to the manager, and ask how they became a manager, just to see them break down and cry. It was awful. I had to hug a man, and my breasts touched his chest. No, you, you really don't have to go to Panda Express. So dumb. All right. There's a big story out. It's going to get bigger, I think. I don't, I don't, and, and honestly, I don't know where I am on it. I'll read you the headline. Man who spent five years in prison for a murder he did not commit. Sues Hertz Rental Car Company for taking three years to produce the receipt for the car that he rented that proved he was nowhere near the scene of the crime. Herb Alford was convicted of second-degree murder in 2016 for the shooting death of Michael Adams. Prosecutors said he shot Adams in an argument over marijuana in a parking lot south of Lansing, Michigan. When, in fact, he was actually seven miles away renting a car at Hertz at the airport. Hertz says they finally found the receipt in 2018. And he was released from prison that year. He is now suing the company, claiming it cost him his innocence. So I guess, uh, you make the call. 
I mean, he's exonerated on all charges after he spent five years in prison. And they had the receipt the whole time. I mean, it, does he have a case? I'm asking you, ass family. Does this guy have a case? And if so, how much money does he get? Uh, dude's getting a, a payout, a big one. I, I, I think he deserves it. Uh, Radberger says $10 million. Well, why couldn't he just produce his receipt for the car? Why is that their fault? Maybe he didn't have it anymore and he knew that they would. Because they keep a record of all that stuff. Brady Kid says, I feel like he has a case. I, I do, too. I, I think he does. Will he get million? I don't think he'll get millions of dollars. No. He might get a million dollars. These people that they, I, 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 that's something I want to dive into. Is these people who uh, are falsely imprisoned. And it does happen because, look, hey, we're all human beings. We all make mistakes. And there are some people that are serving time in prison that don't deserve to be there. And when they find that out and they free those people, they aren't, a lot of them aren't getting the millions of dollars you think they'd get. They get a few thousand dollars and they have to sign all these non disclosures and things. I, I think it's just overwhelming that you're going to get paid now to leave prison. I would love to see this guy get paid. But it, it, it truly is amazing to see what they don't give these people. Why did Douglas send me here? Most California curriculum teaches decolonization of America and counter-genocide against the white Christians. And uh, as students chant to the Aztec god of human sacrifice, welcome to the Twilight Zone. You know what? Christopher, I'm glad you sent this to me. Right? Is that who sent it to me? Douglas, I'm sorry, Douglas. I'm glad you sent this to me. Let's talk about this, shall we? Let, let, let's just talk about this. Okay, this is a report. The proposed California curriculum now will teach decolonization of America and counter-genocide against white Christians and has students chant to the Aztec god of human sacrifice and says, welcome to the Twilight Zone. I wish that we would teach them more. I can finally get on board with somebody about this. And I'm going to say some shit that is going to be so insensitive and wrong and racist and, and seem so bad. 
but it is, in fact, the truth. It started with Columbus taking advantage of people, taking advantage of the land, and then taking it from those indigenous people. Was it wrong? Well, we can look back now and say, yes, 100% it was wrong. Or, or we can actually have a debate and go, well. But at the time, you see, that's what, that's what countries did. There wasn't this whole heaping galaxy of political correctness. There wasn't a, a Geneva Convention in place. What it was was your side against our side. If we win, you got to fucking go or you're already dead anyway. And that's what happened. The better army at the time, because that's all it takes is a better army, better military, better fighting people. I'm not taking away from the hunting and what natives could do. As far as warriors go, they're a far better warrior than their white counterpart. But their white counterpart was a far better strategist and war, war, not warrior, but one who competes in an actual war. They had guns. And you fought for your land, you fought for your land bravely. But you were outgunned. You were outmuscled. And that's all countries used to do. We'll say we'd go and muscle somebody out of the way. The great empires all did that. And that's what happened here in America. I wish they would teach it that way. And would teach that, hey, these Native Americans, they fought their asses off for this country. Now, the deals that they've made with politicians and governments and things like that, where they've gotten royally screwed, well, we can sit and talk about that too, but let's talk about the first of first. You lost. That's the consequence. Once again, we don't want to learn, we don't want to hear anything about the consequences. I have the right to do this. Yes, you do. But there will be a consequence when you do it. Well, there's not supposed to be. Well, no, actually, that's just, with every action, there is a, a greater, an equal or greater reaction. So if you do something that you say you have the right to do, yes, you have the right to do that. There doesn't mean there isn't a consequence that will go with that. You could come out and say, inward, 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 and you have the freedom of speech to say that. And the freedom of speech is, is that the police won't come down and arrest you. That's what you're free of. Now, if you got like five or six brothers th that, that were in the front row of that crowd where you just said that, they're going to fucking kick the shit out of you. That's the consequence. And they'll have a consequence to face on top of that as well. But that's your consequence. You didn't get arrested, no. But you're going to get your ass kicked. See, that, that's something that we need to teach more of, I think. Personally, 
the word consequences. Nobody knows what a consequence is anymore. Everything gets whittled down so much in, in, in the courts. There's no consequences for anything. Kids have no idea what a consequence is. Everybody gets a trophy now. The consequence of not playing my best baseball when I was 11 years old, the consequence was I wasn't going to get a trophy. Now there's no consequence because everybody gets a trophy. What is so wrong with consequences? I don't understand it. Well, I'm going to go out and cuz I have the right to do this. I'm going to go out and uh, I'm going to go to a VFW parking lot and I'm going to burn an American flag and there's nothing they can do about it. Well, let me just first of all uh, now, there's nothing they can do about it. Do you mean the federals, the police? Yeah, you're right. But let me just say, you're going to burn a flag at a VFW? You go right ahead. Just, uh, just let me get there with my popcorn first. Because the consequences is is that every veteran inside that VFW is going to stomp a fucking mud hole in you and walk it dry. No, you ain't going to be arrested. No, you have the right to do that. They're just kicking the shit out of you. Well, they, they, they don't have the right to do that. Yes, that's why they'll suffer a consequence for it. Uh, let's see. Let's see, one of these long imprisoned guys get turned loose, get X millions. Now I only see the black ones, yeah? Humans are inherently bad regardless of race for as long as humanity has ever been around. We have been fighting for territory and resources and conquering other societies and enslaving their people. Even today in the woke society, people are losing their livelihood because of who they disagree with. These kids are just getting indoctrinated to blame one group of people. SSD, what is SSDD? You, 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 couldn't, be, you couldn't be more right. You, you are super duper. Correct the mundo. The cancel culture is the biggest hate group that's out there. They truly are. They want things to go away because it might make somebody feel bad. When, when, when were we ever told that it's, uh, there's not going to be a time where we don't feel bad? This reminds me of when I was in the nut house. And I, I was sitting in there, and it was the day that I was getting out, and I was very, very excited that I was getting out. I was in a great place mentally. And the doctor then, he warned me, he stopped me and said, Now, Arnie, don't get too, don't get too hyped up because uh, just to let you know, you're going to have bad days. I, I'm lucky that I got out that day because I wanted to look at him and go, and I, I just looked at him, I said, well, I, I know that. I wanted to go, no fucking shit, man. Where'd you get your degree? 
fucking DeVry? I'm going to have bad days? Well, of course, everybody has bad days. You have to get ready for that. No shit I'm going to have bad days, moron. And now it's like we have to tell our kids, look, some days are not going to be that good. Well, my parents told me that a long time ago. Not every day is going to be great. You're going to have shit happen to you. There's going to be a day when everything is awesome. The weather is perfect for you, whatever you like, sunny or fucking rainy, whichever one you are. Let's say you're a sunny person. You're out there. It's 78 degrees. It's perfect. All of a sudden, you blow a tire on your car. Your fucking day is ruined. Complete day is ruined. Day's ruined. Day's ruined. Day's not ruined. Just put another fucking, put the tire on your damn car. Does it suck? Yeah. Is it inconvenient? Yeah. You see, they're just like little potholes in the road. You just keep going. My pops always told me that bad days help you appreciate the good ones even more. Yes, absolutely. I look at bad days like this. Bad days are like losing. Nobody wants to lose. But the problem is that you learn so much from when you lose. And you learn so much from when you had a bad day. How could I have made today better? Well, it didn't fly off the handle because I got a flat tire. You learn from that. You don't always learn from your wins. You try to. Try to make sure that you could be even better than you were. Nothing wrong with striving in society today. No, there's nothing wrong with a little moxie, a little gumption, little little hoopspah, as our Jewish friends would say, hoopspah. Hmm, uh, those tire days, I thank God I had the ability to replace that tire. Well, on my car, one tire goes and I have to replace all four, but you get the point. My life could have been worse. Yeah. Could have been. Right, man. You could be Meghan Markle going through her shit right now. That's pretty bad for her. I mean, she ain't got to do anything, but she's having a bad day. Shit happens all the time. It's out of your control. What you uh, have control of is how you react to the shit, yeah? Kids today are not taught to have any cojones. It's considered oppressive. I feel bad for future generations. You're damn right they aren't. They ain't kids being kids no more. I can't imagine a kid growing up the way I grew up now. Being allowed to play blocks away from home. How sad is it, too? By the way, by the way, let, let's just go ahead and clear up all the bullshit lies that people want to throw in there. Kidnappings are not at an all-time high. And by the way, 98% of kidnapping happened within the family or people close to the family. Those are FBI statistics, okay? 
I did look them up, but I heard it first on Criminal Minds. But I did look that up, and that is 100% true. Uh, the idea that parents get charged with endangering the lives of their children when they let their kids play four blocks away at an elementary school our parents did not want us in front of the houses. Do you know why? Because we were loud fucking kids. My parents hated when we played war. Bang, bang, got you. I got you. And you're yelling that as a child. In a neighborhood. How old are the kids? The kids are between 8 and 12. I believe those were the ages of the woman that got charged. She was actually arrested. And, and, and her kids were four blocks away from the house. My elementary school, one of my elementary schools, the second elementary school I went to, we moved to Dallas for a little while. I grew. I, I was born in Garland, lived in Garland, growing up until second grade. And then second grade, next four or five years, six years, was in Dallas, and then came back to Garland. Uh, but the 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 first school I went to, I actually it was, it was about a mile walk. I had a walk, and I had to cross Garland Garland Road. Garland Road was a major road. Had to cross it to get to my elementary school. I made that walk by myself a bunch when I was in kindergarten. And then the next, uh, when we moved, uh, my elementary school was five blocks away. I'd walk there, no problem. That was easy. Five blocks, that was easy. Then from middle school, like 7th and 8th grade, that was just five blocks the other way. No problem. Then we moved, and bam, I was back in Garland. And, well, people could drive then. So there you go. But we would walk to school by ourselves. Uh, let's see. McGruff the crime dog tells kids to be afraid. My son has more cojones. He doesn't have a choice. Yeah, I tell my five-year-old to man up. Yeah, good. You should. We need more men in society. Yeah, see, this is why I don't even let my kids leave our court. Because of the fucking Karens that can't mind their own damn business. Was your walk... Uh, to school uphill both ways? No, just on the way to school it was uphill. The other way it was downhill. And didn't it didn't snow here. So and if the weather was bad, if it was like pouring rain, I wouldn't have to walk. My mom would just drop me off extra early. I grew up by the levee of the American River. We played in the river almost every day, riding bikes on the dirt trails and bump bike jumps, building forts and yes, swimming in the river. Yeah, look. We swam in creeks. We fished in creeks here. Growing up, we had, we, we had our fucking, our, our bike jumps and all the fucking places that we went. We weren't inside. We weren't like the, the next generation that came in, uh, out along and stayed inside. 
we had more reason to stay inside too. We had cooler shit. We had Atari, and then Sega, and then PlayStation. That was our childhood. We got rewarded the older we got. And we had something that, that these other generations will never, ever have. Not ever again will it happen. And this is mine and my generation. And I, I hold this so close to me. Oh, we had good MTV. Oh, there was nothing better. There was nothing. You got done playing. You went home at night and you turned on dun da dun da da dun da 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 dun. Oh wait, that's ESPN, or no? Yeah, whatever. The yes, the, the MTV. We had great MTV. We had all the music videos. We got the spring break shows. Back when there was only one game show, and it was called Remote Control, Martha Quinn, Nina Blackwood and her raspy-ass voice. YouTube is better than MTV. You can watch the videos you want to watch. Nobody wants that. They want to see Tears for Fears into Pet Shop Boys 15 times a day. And don't forget to play AHA. I thought you were going to say a good ass whooping. Well, we got that too. We got the good ass whooping too. But MTV was just the shit. Before the real world and road rules and all that bullshit took over. And now you can't find a music video on there to save your life. I have an app on my Fire Stick. I get MTV Classic. It's just like being a kid again. That's so awesome. That is so awesome. You were pumped when a new video came out from somebody that you liked. And back then, you got the you got the really cool artists that would actually put a video together, and it would be like a little movie. It'd be like a little story. And the song was just kind of in the way. Or you get the on-stage performance of it. Sometimes you get a mix of the two. What I liked was the, the backstage of the tour. Like, you know, Wanted Dead or Alive, that video that shows them backstage. Even Paradise City shows them backstage and stuff. I like those. And then when we got artists like Britney Spears, and I, I use artists very loosely there, it turned MTV into very, very, very sexual TV. I'll tell you this right now, TRL, as much as you want to hate Carson Daly, and I do hate him, I hate him so very much. 
But TRL, that that I, I'll just tell you right now, TRL was the best thing that ever happened to MTV. You could see kick-ass videos all afternoon. You get done in school, you go home, you're watching that. You know Brittany or Christina are going to be battling out at number one. Let's see, uh, when when TRL came out, uh, you heard an artist for the first time, yeah? Do you see CBS reporting Tampa just signed Brady to a four-year deal? It, Douglas says it's a one-year extension. Uh, yeah, Brady, Brady's going to win there again next year. Any of these old free agents that want to win a title, go sign with Tampa. You're one of these guys, Frank Gore, who's been in the league forever. You still got a little bit of juice left in you? Go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I remember being like 12 and sneaking to watch Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. No, man, MTV had the best shows. But they, it, didn't inv- it didn't mess with their videos. Okay, Arnie, Mount Rushmore, first-generation MTV videos. Man, uh, Mount Rushmore videos. Oh, no. Oh, oh, is this this for real? Oh, please say this is for real. Homeowners, this incredible... This is an ad, so... not good so I guess this is a a high school basketball game and some of the players are kneeling during the national anthem and the basketball announcer is caught on on mic calling them effing inwards Uh, all right Mount Rushmore of MJ Thriller, number one. Dire Straits, Money for Nothing, two. U2, Streets Have No Names, three. Warrant, Pie Girl video. Cherry Pie. Ooh, those are good videos. Uh, You left one off, and that's Sledgehammer. That's my number four. I hated the song, but... Uh, iconic videos. Okay, somebody said Jump by Van Halen. See, I have Panama because that was that perfect behind the scenes. Even Hot for Teacher. But, uh, I wasn't a Michael Jackson. I, I didn't like Thriller. 
I mean, I know that's going to be on probably everybody's Mount Rushmore of greatest videos. Uh, not mine. I, I and I'm I'm really pushing for sl- you know what fuck sl- I, I can't I, I you know what I would rather have addicted to love. Robert Palmer. Oh, that was a great video. In Panama. Greatest videos. Oh, you two streets have no name. Oh, I'm trying to think. So many videos. Uh, One wasn't a good one. Uh, Land of Confusion by Genesis. No. Corn Freak on a Leash is one of my all-time favorite videos. Mm. Limp Biscuit ever have any good videos? No, they didn't. Did they? No. Oh. Okay, I've got I've got my I, I've got my number one. I can't believe none of you people have said this. I'm not putting aha uh-huh on my list because I, I, I hated that video. I like the song. The song's fine. The Take On Me song. I, the video was, eh, it was fine. Can't believe the BC Boys never did a story video for Paul Revere. I thought there was a video for Paul Revere. I, I could be wrong. Oh, man, I'm trying to think of one more video. Jesus, I am drawing a complete I didn't want to go to Google, but I'm going to go to Google because that's what I do. Uh Uh-huh. Greatest music videos of all time. Okay, here we go. Fifty best music videos of all time. Freaks and Geeks, Fireworks, Katy Perry, Losing My Religion, R.E.M. Uh, let's see. Janie's Got a Gun, 45. Somebody I used to know. Here it goes again. Under the Bridge. Wicked Game. Oh, I know what I could put on my list. Let's see where it comes out. Van Halen right now at 32. Like a Prayer, 29. Hurt Johnny Cash, 26. Nothing Compares to You, Sinead. Eminem Stan is 22. Walk This Way is number 20. (whistles) California Love, 19. Sabotages all the way down at 16. Take on me, ahas at 14. Oh, that's craziness. Gangnam style, size number eight. Number seven is Everybody Hurts. Fat Boy Slim. Yep, yeah, this one, I you know what? I knew this one would make my list. 
Stackar has Faith No More, Paul Abdul, Opposites Attract, Limp Biscuit, Nookie, Corn, Freak on a Leash, Number One, George Michael, Faith. Okay. Smells like Teen Spirit, fourth. Sledgehammer, third. November Rain, not on my list. I will give you my list now. I can't believe that, that I didn't. I am dumbfounded that one of mine in, is not even in the top ten. Well, I, I got to go through this list to see if this person is even in this list. Taylor Swift is in the list. Lady Gaga in the list. These are the top 50 videos of all time. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, so I had Addicted to Love, Panama, Freedom, 90, George Michael with all the supermodels. And how in the hell? How can you not have this video in there at all? This is, this is, this is schoolgirl Britney. This is easily the top of my Mount Rushmore. And this website, thebiglead.com, the 50 best music videos of all time, does not have one Britney video in there. You are out of your ever-loving Fucking mind. That this video. That something was this video started the countdown clock online to when Britney turned 18. My daughter just said you're a weirdo for liking a schoolgirl video. <laughs> I won't say a word. We all know, every guy out there knows that they saw that video. I mean, I could have put girls, girls, girls on my list. That's another iconic video. That's not even remotely a first-generation MTV video. I don't care. It's close enough. Britney video is one step away from a pole dance. She's a winner. But where's the topless version? You hear me, JT? Yeah. Arnie, are you going to see Miley Cyrus next? With No. 
Miley was just a, a cheap ripoff of Britney. Term is pedo. Make sure darn knows the correct term. Uh, this is why I'm coming back to ask. You guys are killing it. LMFAO. <laughs> the only thing close enough right now is you and your hand. Amen to that. No. I, how can you have not a list of all time? I know that somebody asked me about first generation. This list was not all first generation. They had Fat Boy Slim in there. Stealing cheese, stealing. Now, now you got you. You have to, Chris. For the new lyric is, I still like cheese, Gouda cheese. See, wait, when you get there, let's see. Hold on, let's see where am I at in this. I, must confess, I still love like cheese, still Gouda cheese, something like that. Yeah. Just ask me now, before he fucks a cow. See, that's sexy. That song is just fucking great. Gouda cheese. You can say any kind of cheese you want in there. Cheddar cheese, nacho cheese. Uh, videos existed before MTV. The Blondie video that everyone knows from MTV was created in the 70s and played on HBO. Yeah, uh, that's the one. Fab Five Freddy's in that video. First time there's kind of rap in there. The Sugar Hill Gang, they would do, like, the way they did videos before where they would, like, play on American Bandstand and things like that. And every once in a while, Bandstand would show them performing. So, yeah. Man, MTV was great back then. God. Those were such good days back then. MTV would show videos. But we don't get that anymore. No, now it's just repeats of the Kardashians. By the way, they, yeah, okay, let, let, let's talk. Ask family, come on now. Come on, let's get together here. I'm going to go off script now. Not that I ever have a script in front of me. Uh, I've, I've seen it promoted now on television. The last season of the Kardashians, even though they're going to fucking Hulu or whatever. Right? Why are they crying? And by the way, by, by the way, let me ask a, a more important question. Why are they ending their show? Yeah, I, I heard one of them crying. And, oh, I can't believe it's coming. We owe everything to this show. You think? You think that you owe everything that you have to that show? But uh, that's brilliant of you. How how absolutely fucking are you a detective to figure out that, that you wouldn't have uh, come and got all these riches and, and became worldwide famous for no fucking reason if it wasn't for this show? So I ask again, why are you stepping away? Hey, there's money. We don't like it now. 
Is, is this an, a new religion that the Kardashians are practicing? The anti-money religion? And by the way, why are they famous? Are they famous because they have bad choice in men? Are they famous because they're all whores? Nothing wrong with that. I'm just calling it like I see it. I'm not judging them for being whores. They like dick. They want dick. They got money. They can have it. But, but they're not creative. They're not like musicians. They're, they're not like comedians. We don't pay money to see them act in, in plays or in movies. Why do we follow them? I can proudly say I have never seen an episode of that Kardashian trash. I, and I watch more trash TV than y'all will ever know. Uh, they have to go one more season so that we can watch the divorce. Oh, that's what they'll sell the Hulu ad. Their show is just going to another network. And they're going to a network that doesn't exist and that they're going to have a lot more freedom of or they're going to have a lot more control and they're going to be able to do what they want rather than what E wants them to do. And it's going to be a shell of the show that it once was. I think they all owe it to Ray J. Yeah, Ray J and his fucking face shot. If it weren't for Ray J fucking spewing in her face, nobody would ever know who Kim Kardashian was. And the world would be a better place. Excellent marketing. That's all. But what are they marketing? No, I, I get that. It, Brian, but what are they marketing? They're not relatable whatsoever. They're, they, they have no talent. They don't really have redeeming qualities as humans. So what are they marketing? I don't get it. I never have gotten it. And I say good for that family to make as much money as they can. That, that is what um, the Kardashians are a great example of what America is. And it saddens me to use them as this example. They're an example that it was hardworking parents at first trying to raise all these kids, and then they went their own way, and then the mom decided to try to make the kids stars, and somehow they did, and they've got globs and globs and globs of money for it. That's the American dream. 
The American dream isn't to own a house with and have your spouse and 1.3 children. The American dream is making it. The American dream is not dusty roads anymore, babies. No, daddy. Oh, it'll always be me, babies. But it ain't me anymore. It ain't about the house and the car. It's about it all, babies. That's what the American dream is now. Everything. That's why so many people can't live it. Because they've made it too big. People like the Kardashians have gotten too much. But I, I can't say they got too much because you dream big, you get big. Oh, I can't stand that family. But Kim's kids ain't going to have to work. Kim ain't got to do another thing. And, and by the way, she doesn't do much to begin with. Sells some pictures on Instagram, makes a million or two million dollars a day. Poof, that's it. All right, sign me up. How many times do you think Kim Kardashian's mom watched that video before she released it? At least two or three times. Do you think she rubbed one out to it? I mean, that would be kind of the sickest thing ever, wouldn't it? Uh, what Tim said, nobody knows, but somehow whatever it is they're selling it, it's working. And just think about it. Dumb broads like watching people like them. Ah, just like the lifestyles of rich and famous, cribs, etc. The non-famous like watching the drama and seeing how the rich live. That is true. They weren't rich before. They were okay. They were, they were moderate to well-off. They didn't become, like, rich until Bruce buried in. Hmm. Let's see. What else can we do here? No. I'll talk about that Monday. Here's our co-worker. No, we can save that one, too. Shutdown games. I regret that. By the way, did you guys see that the uh, the App Store has said NIT to Parler? Like, if you try and get back on the Parler app and you go through your App Store and you don't see it there, because Apple's not going to carry it. I can't think that's going to be good for Apple's bottom line. But, hey, it's what they want to do. Yeah, she rubbed one out because dollar bill sign popped up over her head just like a cartoon character. I love all those. And, and you know what? Leave that to be our generation of, of celebrities. And their big, you know, introduction into super fame was the quote-unquote leaked sex tape. We once got to have Tommy Lee on our show. And uh, he was promoting a Methods of Mayhem record. 
And he was flying. He, he had done L.A. early, really super early. And they flew up to San Francisco, got there, got that one done, got out of there, came up, and we're on our show at like 9.30. And then they're going to fly up to Seattle later. And then hit Portland on the way back. Now, look, let me just say this right now. He was a very, uh, he was a nice guy. He stunk. It's one thing about celebrities you'll find out is that a lot of them smell. I don't know why. They're on the road, whatever. But he stunk. He had, he had, some, he had some major B.O. going. Super nice guy, friendly, would take pictures, was, was very affable. His, his handler came into the studio and said, whatever you do, don't bring up the sex tape. Don't talk about the sex tape. Because that's where they, you know, they would. And we weren't going to bring it up to begin with anyway. We weren't, weren't going to be one of those shows that goes, you know, we, we, we weren't going to fucking hit him over the back of the head and go, okay, ah, we surprised you with this. Sure enough, it was the first thing that he talked about. We're talking about it, and he said something about the sex tape, and, and we look and go, you want to talk about that? And he's like, yeah, I ain't got nothing to hide. I'm like, okay, here we go. You know why I had nothing to hide? Because they were behind it. They were behind with the... They, they. Pam was super hot to begin with. And Baywatch was one of those shows that we said, oh, okay, oh, okay, we're seeing more of her now. Now she's getting that level. It wasn't until she got with Tommy Lee and we had the sex tape that she got anywhere near Marilyn Monroe's level. And she got up there. She got up in that atmosphere. But it wasn't until the sex tape came out. They knew what they were doing. And I tell you what, Mama Chris watched exactly what happened there and said, oh, okay. Well, this young man is defiling my young daughter. And let's remember, real quick, because I'll show you how much I know, how much I had to learn for my jobs for you damn people. The Kardashians, the way that young Kimberly got her big break, she was working for her daddy, but then she decided to start her own closet. Like, you know, redecorating closets, organizing closets for celebrities. And she just so had gone to school with a young Paris Hilton. So, of course, she knows Paris. Paris needs to get her. And she's redoing her closet, and Paris Hilton takes her out on the town one night. And that's at the the beginning of the hype of Paris Hilton. And everybody wants to know, ooh, who's this really hot brunette? Because that was before the ass got blown out of proportion. Who's this hot brunette that's with Paris Hilton? And everybody tracked her down, and that is how she became Kim Kardashian. Then she met a young Ray J. They made their little sex video. He finished in her face. She finished a billionaire. All for a cum shot to the face. I mean, I like honestly, she'd have to answer her kids that way, right? Mommy, how'd you become famous? 
<laughs> I would love to see your kids ask that question. Come shot to the face. That's how she became famous. Pam Pam Anderson, we knew. She was already famous. Wait a minute. Paris Hilton went to school. Now I know this is bullshit. Oh, it was one of them hoity-toity Beverly Hills type schools. You know, where everybody gets in, everybody gets good grades there. Here's a loaded question. Would you take one to the face for a billion dollars? Well, I mean, Bubba, what was that? Sound woke him up for a second there. Uh, No, I I don't think so. I mean, it's a billion dollars. Do, do I have goggles and, and something covering my mouth? Or is this just fucking a la carte, just like a porno flick? Just blast off. I mean, I got a lot of questions. I can ask a lot of porno. Is this Randy West or is this Peter North? Randy West, it'll feel like somebody kind of sneezed on me. Peter North would be like a jackhammer hitting me. <laughs> Tim says, only if I had an alibi for how I got the billion dollars. Now, you got to tell people, hey, I got a billion dollars. Yeah, I took a cum shot to the face. Oh, I did it. It's, it, it's a billion dollars. Hey, do you want to come with me to my private island? Oh, you can't afford it? Why? Because you don't have a billion dollars. Fuck you. Probably. It's like that old thing that The Rock used to do when he would ask somebody what their name was. Hey, Arnie, how'd you get that billion dollars? It doesn't matter how he's got that billion dollars. He's got a billion dollars. According to Paris Hilton, she got sent to one of those re-education camps. You know, the ones where they kidnap troubled kids in the middle of the night? I wonder if that's true. Uh, I'll say it's not. I love that. Wait, wait, no, wait. Okay, so we're going to jump from one stupid, like, quote-unquote, wannabe icon to another. Okay, we can do that here. Why is anyone taking Paris Hilton seriously now? Is it because she turned the mystical age of, what, 40? When did she get street cred? This is a girl who was a failed reality star. She tried her hand at movies and was god-awful at that. 
Didn't know, I have no idea all the shit maybe that she tried to do. But then she became a DJ? Really? Yeah, now let's go down that little road, shall we? I'm feeling a little, a, a little peppy. I feel like I can go a bit. The DJ world. The... I figured that fucking scam out years ago. I went on a, a trip to see uh, the Miller Genuine Draft blind date. with da- It was David Bowie. And I got to see David Bowie with like 200 people, right? The opening band was the Chemical Brothers. These two idiots that are DJs that are doing record scratching and all kinds of cool electronic music shit, right? I'm watching them, and I, I'd never seen them before, and this is right when the Chemical Brothers first came out. I said, well, these motherfuckers just recorded a CD in their damn garage and stuck it in and hit play, and they're just dancing around right now. They aren't really doing anything. I mean, I figured it out long and long ago. That's all these DJs do now. When they go to the club, they, they might remember the beat that they're doing so they can, like, act the part out and do the fist bump, the three, two, one, and they do the thrust. And they get paid millions upon millions of dollars to do that. Hey, I... I applaud you for figuring that shit out. But Paris Hilton then found her way as a DJ. So what she has done is she's hired somebody to make beats for her. And then she stands behind the DJ booth, grabs the CD, puts it in, hits play, and starts dancing around, putting all the earphone on to see where she is in the scratching song. And then, woo! Let's it go. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. And they made a big deal a few weeks about Paris Hilton getting engaged for what, the fifth time? The fifth time's the charm, honey? Paris is my kind of trashy hot. Too tall, though. Okay. See, Brittany's my trashy hot. Brittany is just the, she's a goddess when it comes to trashy hot. It doesn't get better than Brittany. Think about it. She's got, she's got dirty toenails, walking around barefoot all day, got a pair of dirty cutoffs on, no underwear. Probably hasn't bathed in like four days. She's smoking like a chimney. Oh, just take me home, country roads. Whew. Oh, boy. Too many have had experience with swamp bitches. That's why I don't like Brittany. I understand. Isn't she 40? She's just now becoming a DJ. I think it was a, a couple years ago that she started this this voyage into the electronic music world. By the way, if you're into electronic music, what the fuck is wrong with you? 
I, I'm not talking like even emo music. I'm talking about the shit people make on their computers and they try to sell it at all these fucking uh, fancy festivals. These excuses to fucking use Molly. Just use Molly. You don't need an excuse for a festival to come to town. You can listen to your shitty electric music at your house, pop a bunch of Molly, and fucking sit on the couch. Perfect. Now we can have another monster truck show at the fairgrounds and not a fucking electric music festival. Wouldn't that be something? It'd be hilarious as shit to find out she's actually, uh, she's a Bismarcky level beatboxer <laughs> with her ass. Really, you're not a Mama June trashy? No. I. That's another show. And look, Braddy Kid loves that show, so we're gonna be watching it. I have never seen an episode of Honey Boo Boo, not one, for the, 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 the trash that it is, how it just berates Southerners left and right. Nobody cares except us Southerners. I will watch this upcoming season, but there is nobody on that show that has ever been accused of being hot, ever. Nope, not not any, I don't even think anybody in their commercials have been hot. Poof. Ooh, goddamn. Uh, I see that show half the time I go to Walmart. I'm going to make you uh, one of her famous uh, multi meals. Yeah, no thanks. No, I I'm good. I'm good. Thank you though. Uh-uh. Bad enough, I'm going to watch the show. <sighs> Holy shit, Larry Gatlin tested positive for COVID. He's going to be all right. Uh, what else is happening in the world right now? Anybody else I need to tear apart? Anybody else you want torn apart before the weekend? Falling, kiteboarding it. <laughs> That's just funny. I mean, you kind of know it's your time to go, don't you? An actor from the show Stargate SG1, Cliff Simon, who starred as the villain Baal, died following a kiteboarding accident. That's really not the way you want to go, is it? You don't want to go kiteboarding. That's that that that's not quite cool enough. Kiteboarding. I'm just gonna say that that's that'd be like almost like dying doing gymnastics for a man. That, that, that's where I stand on it. Like, if you're kiteboarding and you're over the ocean, if you die because a shark jumped out of the water and bit you in half, 
then you have actually done something that nobody in the world thought would, would be done, is that you made kiteboarding kind of cool because you were bitten half by a shark jumping out of the water. And that's kick-ass on any kind of level that you want to be at. But until you're at that level, you're still kiteboarding. And that, that's a tad bit. I'm going to say it. Uh, uh, look, I, I'm sorry the man died. I apologize. Sad for his family. That's not the way you want to go, though. I mean, you, you want to go doing something something badass. Like, like you're, you're a rodeo clown. And the, the cowboy gets bucked off. And all of a sudden, the bull sees you. You jump in, or he's going right for the rodeo guy. And you jump in, and he horns you, like, right in the throat. And you go. That's a, that's a way to go right there, partner. That's a way to go. Not, not kiteboarding. I'd like an insult to the Markles from Arnie to finish the week out. They deserve it for occupying so much of the week's news cycle. All right, let's see what we can find on the Markles here. Now that I've eviscerated kiteboarding, anybody who does it now will fucking hate me forever. Oh, this is lovely. Gail King believes that Meghan Markle has plenty of receipts to back up racism allegations. Well, they, are they stupid enough over there in Buckingham Palace where they, they give you a racial epitaph and then they write your receipt for it? I want to say this. I don't know if I, if, if I came up with this conclusion the other day or not, but let, I'll, I'll do it now. These two people who have gone against the grain so much with the royal family. But to what extent do they want out? They don't want to be a part of the monarchy, but yet they want to still get paid from the monarchy. Which, if you're not doing the job, why are you going to be paid for doing the job? Oh, I see what this is. This is the entitlement issue that both of these two morons have. You see, Megan, what you did the other night, everybody says, oh, what a great actress, what a great actress. No, you weren't a great actress. You know why? Because the great actress was right beside you asking you all the questions. I would say that Meghan Markle deserves the best supporting actress in a bullshit interview show. Best actress goes to the queen herself. Oprah Winfrey. Those two knew exactly what they were going to do 
They walked Harry on board. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is with Harry. I don't. Harry has completely said, fuck my family. I hate them all. Now, is this because Megan told you bullshit stories about things that were going on there? And nobody could talk to you? And you couldn't find out for yourself if it was true or not. So instead, what you do is you, you bring up this story about racism that's in there. And by the way, if you don't think that there was racism in the royal family to begin with, wake the fuck up. Okay, good, good. Let's get that out there. But to pin that on them, to make them do a witch hunt, he has completely said fuck off to his family. And by the way, I think he's gone so far as that he can't buy even that shit back. Prince Harry is going to be a broken man when this gal divorces him. Oh, and it's in the works, my friends. I'm telling you, this gal, she is amazing. She has gone from... Suitcase girl on deal or no deal to having a not really speaking role in a movie called Horrible Bosses, then to a show on the USA Network called Suits, and now she's the biggest celebrity in the entire world. And she's going to get her. She's about to shit out another kid. Oh, I hope they have a mishap at their gender reveal. I mean, it won't hurt anybody in the royal family because none of them are going to be there. I mean, fuck. It ain't going to be like they're going to take out the queen with that. Uh, what I will say about them, I'll, I'll say this right now. Uh, you will never be Americans, and you will never be welcome here. You are the biggest pieces of... Uh, of of just human garbage. Walk away from the monarchy because you don't like that whole monarchy thing, but you still want them to pay you. Huh? Oh, I hate them both. I hate them both. Netflix, oh, I can't wait till they screw you over on your deal. Oh, $100 million. That could have gone somewhere else. Uh, hashtag cock of the block. We didn't even need $100 million of it. We'll just need, well, I'll take two. They will not live long enough to get divorced. <laughs> I think Rodeo needs to level up their game and start bringing more exotic species, like have a motherfucker ride a bison or a cape buffalo. So yeah, my 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 deepest sympathies go out to anybody who's stuck around the royals, and that's what they're going to be want to re be referred to as wherever they go. So fuck them, fuck you, Megan. You know what? Hey, this is what I hope happens this weekend. I hope that you wake up to go to the bathroom late at night and you stub your toe. <laughs> Fucking sucks, man. I, I I hope that happens to you, Megan. That's what I hope happens. Gotcha. Whammo.
Harry, this is what I, I, I hope this is what happens to you. I hope that you accidentally sit down on the toilet because you forgot to put the seat down. And then you put the seat down for some reason, try to put it on top of you, and you slam your balls into the bottom of the toilet. That way you can never procreate another child. All right, that does it for me. Uh, that does it for me. And the week, it's Friday. I can take the, the next two days off. That's fantastic. I'm excited. So excited. Uh, we do have on Monday the shitty city-ass death match. I'll have to remember to work on that. All right, uh, and until then, let's see. If you're going to go out and party this weekend, please be safe. Get yourself a driver. Get yourself a cab. Anybody, anything can help, man. No DUIs out there. And remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until Monday, y'all have a fantastic weekend. And adios, everybody. There's not a day that you don't cross my mind I just wanted to see if you feel like me Sorry we said goodbye So what's going on in your world? It's your is lonesome and So what's going on?
is outside waiting to arrest him.